Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. It's essentially the clapper. I was like, is that like a hypnosis thing? Like, no, 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 that's essentially like I've the clapper. Out. No. <laughs> no, 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 I, I can't remember right. who I was talking to. But right. they, they asked like what the, the clapper board was in Hollywood. What was it called? So I looked it up. It's literally called clapper board. And it is used to make editing a lot easier because they have a definite start point at where it starts. I so you. all of these got started at different times. But because of that... I'll be able to just go. That was totally a conversation me and you had. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. I rem- I like realized that like halfway through, I was like, "Yo, me and him literally just talked about this." <laughs> like last week, I was putting up the ad for. I was putting up the live, uh, not the live, but the story of. Oh yeah, yeah, and I was like, "What is that thing?" It was me. I asked that question. What's up, y'all? How everybody doing? Just remember that we are up and crashing through. This is Doc and Ziggy with the flood. Keep your death threats to 140 characters or less. We are here with Banky. Hi. We are doing our first. Damn it! I should be looking at that camera and that camera. Just look in the middle. Oh shit! We got two Stand cameras to the void now. Yeah, we do. Yeah. That's, that's why we got the fireplace up. It's usually a line of sight kind of thing, and it's not like we're looking like dead into the camera, like, uh, hey, uh, welcome back. It's uh, two assholes between betwixt one, one orchid. <laughs> but nice that's orchid. the that's the good camera. Yeah. Thanks, John, for letting us borrow that. Thank you. Shout out to John. We'll leave a uh, link to his YouTube video or his YouTube channel in our description. Of course. Doesn't mm-hmm. he also have a Twitch? Yeah, he does have a Twitch. For right now, he's actually focusing on uh, a YouTube channel where he's doing deep dives, uh, and he's doing a series on Avatar. Oh, okay. okay. So I told him, I was like, if you need me to help with anything on this type of project, this is literally (laughs) what I would do. I'm a go. That's what's up. We are go. And welcome back. Anyway, we have the new guest, Banky. So, as always, whenever we have a new guest... We have to ask them. Everybody has that hill that they're going to die on. That one thing that they will not let go. And we want to see if it floats. So, tell us, what's your island? Alright, so I got two. Um, pineapple goes on pizza. Okay. And the government is not your friend. The only thing they're trying to do is essentially date rape you with no loot. Woo! Ooh. The first ones, yes, that floats. Yes, yeah. I mean, I agree. Anybody who says that pineapple on pizza, like, you need to get some class. Get some class in your life. You Stop probably order on the- boneless chicken wings. Adult chicken you probably wings. order boneless chicken wings because you are ashamed to tell another grown adult that you want chicken nuggets. That's the only reason that they're called boneless buffalo wings. They are chicken nuggets. If I took you to a five-star restaurant, you wouldn't know what to do with yourself. You would look at the menu and you would probably <laughs> order from the kids one. If you order a burger at a five-star restaurant, you're fucking up. Let, let's just face it. Like, Ooh, what if it's a gourmet burger restaurant? I remember I had my prom date. Still ain't gonna do nothing for me. <laughs> my prom why, it, why ain't gotta be Bob's Burger Palace though? Like, because there's one like 30 minutes away. Oh shit. Like, like let's face it. If you're gonna go to the casino <laughs> oh, and you're gonna go, what is it? Uh, 
What's the, the fancy restaurant in there that everyone's like, oh, I have to wear a jacket? Oh, um, Prime Rib. Yeah, if you're going to go to Prime uh, Rib and order a burger, you might as well just take the $20 oh, yeah, that you're yeah. going to spend on yeah. one glass of wine and go to Bobby's Burger Palace. <laughs> and get a beer. Yeah, exactly. I can no, it was actually hilarious because my prom date um, was a vegetarian. And we went to uh, McCormick Schmidt's, the steakhouse. Why? Why would you take a vegetarian? It was a giant, like, group thing. So I was along for the ride. And I'm like, what are you going to get? And she's like, this salad looks good. And I'm like, yeah, it does. <laughs> the fuck else was she going to eat? Oh, what's it, uh, Ron Swanson? You eat the food that my food eats. <laughs> good old Ron Swanson. All right. Oh, my God. Second... So- Hill. Second hill. Now we gotta say if it floats. The government is only out to date rape you. No loot. Yep. Shout out Kellen. Okay, so you mean all governments? Ninety nine point nine. Mm. So what's the point? What's the democratic? Point oh, it doesn't matter. Like they're like, like let's let's let, let's bring it down to like the current election. Do you want a creepy old rapist pedophile or do you want a creepy old rapist pedophile? Like, those are the two parties that you're voting for right now. It's not even the lesser of two evils anymore. It's like, which clown makeup do you want? There's lesser of two evils and Kanye. No, then there's Joe Jorgensen, who's an actual legitimate candidate who is, in my opinion, the right choice. But we're not going to go down that route. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't disagree with you there. (laughs) I do agree that our current system of government is broken. I do think that there are great models throughout the world, but... Everything is going to look bad 20 years down the line. I mean, the brand new car that you got 20 years down the line is going to have some problems that you just can't I don't know, man. Anymore. A, a like, 1978 Datsun 280Z is still sexy AF. <laughs> I don't care what it you is. say. People will keep on... Keep it on. is. This is actually like the, uh, the... But the steering wheel twitch to the left a little bit. You know, not all the time, but then and sometimes when you go to start it up, it doesn't start up all the way, so you got to okay, start it so up twice. Okay, so you take a wrench, you tap the solenoid, and then something Yeah, that's what we got to do with America. Cars like this are kind of like the, uh, the old um, theory. It's uh, some, someone's boat. If you had one boat and every piece over time was eventually replaced, is it the same boat? I mean... It's one of those yes types of things. Yes no? Like... I mean, but that's what we gotta do with America. Like, you can do that with any car. Like, <laughs> people are gonna keep that, that car alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, the thing is, is like... Everything in the car might have been replaced, but it's still the car. Pro tips for your relationship. If you take care of it, it will last. <laughs> Trust me. <laughs> Don't forget, you gotta switch. No, I'm looking at that one. Alright, we got that one too. Okay. I forgot I was supposed to be looking at cameras. <laughs> no, but like, seriously, it, yeah, it's... No, the I... point in time is, is like, if you look back over the past let's let's slim it down a little bit 30 years i feel like that's a reasonable time okay. frame. we've all pretty much been alive for 30 years yeah myself 25 whatever right but that, like that's, uh, me i'm 30 on the nose yeah exactly <laughs> so like you're you're essentially my older brother right. my older brother just turned 30 not that long ago yeah so with that if you go back 30 years and you can watch the price of everything escalate when college started going through it's okay. when the government yeah. started backing loans is because colleges know, like, oh, you can't pay it? Uncle Sam's gonna pay it. Fuck it. Here's 50 grand a semester. See, the only part where I differ from you is, is our government got hijacked by our business district. Like, our, the business, like... I'm not disagreeing with you. <laughs> yeah, like, the so... The problem is, is that once the business district went in, you had capitalists, and I'm not saying capitalism is wrong. Trust right. me, I believe in capitalism. Right. But you had capitalists that are like, shit... 
my buddy said he's going to give me 20 grand for every 100 grand that he makes if I sit there and back these loans because I'll guarantee him and then suddenly I'm bankrolling myself into the future. Yeah. What we really have is people in power who are more interested about abusing instead of closing the loopholes. Exactly. Well, I mean, that's what we've been had. And they've slow, they've been trying to do it since the Gilded Age, Joe. Like, if you go all the way back to, like, when Carnegie and them was making their fucking money, they were trying to, like, control the books then. That's what, you know, Boss Tweed and all that shit up in Tammany Hall was about. Yeah. And that's when we had, like, the union strikes, which is when, like, our police, you, like, our police actually became the structure that we know them as today. It wasn't even just for, like, holding the slaves back. It was for holding the workers back. Like, the... Like the essential like slaves after they got rid of slavery in this country, so like from that time forward, you can see the little moves that they make and where they get pushed back by people who actually have like a sense of mind, like FDR, to like oh, yeah. boost the middle class of America. People that realize that without the middle class of America, there is no America. And now we've got a bunch of people who, like I said, slowly weaseled their way in and then changed things through the loopholes that they found so that now we are the working class again. Yeah. We're well, not, that's where you see We're the not rules. the middle class anymore. There is no middle class. No, there is it's... the working class and then there's, like, the upper class. Yeah. Well, Just go ahead and say it. Bourgeoisie and proletariat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, I mean, that's... Uh, I agree with you. That's a similar point that I'm trying to make. It's like, yeah. the government isn't your friend. Everything that they back is only to support themselves. The government actually hasn't supported right. people since, and this is going way, way back. I'm going to say about, like, uh, 1776. Mm-hmm. Like, that, so my political stance is looking And the funny thing is, it's the lack I mean, of there. Yeah. yeah. So, it, I, I'm against large government. Yeah. Period. I would I say, like, like the government working, like, Lincoln was a fantastic president. But then, FDR. I realized he... Only was so good because government was not working. Exactly. Well, and that, that's part of it is, is that, like, the less government that you have overall, it's like anything else. The less moving pieces you have, the less there is to track, the less there is to, to dremel down on, and less there is to make mistakes. If one cog breaks, it's easy to sit there and go, all right, it's this one big motherfucker here and not have to track it down to, like, this little fucking grain of rice that got stuck in between the two. Like... That's the easiest way to put it. I understand the argument for consolidation of departments, right? Because right now we do have an excess of almost like, I wouldn't call them meaningless jobs, but jobs that could be handled by other departments, right? Like, and it is clearly in a way to complicate the system to make it unmanageable for the normal like everyday citizen oh, right like without understanding the jargon without like being in the scene there's no there's almost no way to like without dedicating yourself to it there's no way to understand how our political system works oh, and absolutely. it's been made that way on purpose and if you ever have a question about this watch Futurama and just pay attention to everything Hermes says Seriously, like he's a bureaucrat. That is his job. Yeah. yeah. Like there is one episode specifically where he has to go back and essentially unfire himself and sort through like X number of paperwork. Oh, I remember. To then get to the paperwork and be like, nope, it's sixteen of these, and your rating changes based on X different things. Yeah, and it hearing does... that just reminds me of the one scene from Avatar, um, where the people are trying to get the ticket and the person at the booth is like no no train ticket for you and Toph shows up she's like Bayfog ticket 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 yeah 
I mean, that's essentially what it is. Yeah. But, I mean, so... I'm sorry, Mom. I'm sorry, Dad. I'm not a Republican. I'm Libertarian. We need to go back to the Constitution. Every man is equal and fuck everything else. Ta-da! Boom! Um... I mean, the, the COVID unemployment's literally eliminated all of my debt. But other than that, I totally agree with you. I mean, I do feel like certain social programs are necessary, and that has been made evident. My health care like, is actually... I was going to say, yeah, health care, the right to, like, housing, the right to an education and stuff like that, I think is necessary in order for us as a country to just continue to function. Without those things, like, eventually we will find ourselves in a situation where even if we were broken up into, like, state republics... I will like, say... The structure of government is not going to fuck you. The politicians right. no, well, are the ones that are the structure. The structure will fuck you. Because it takes 15 days for anything to process in the government. Yeah, it definitely needs to be restructured. Like, that's... I think any sane person of, like, sound mind and body right now can... But the politicians are the that. reason you get fucked more than the system itself. It has continuously been... The system has continuously been screwed with by the people that we have entrusted to maintain it. So it's like, if you went to your mechanic every time you needed an oil change and he kept removing bolts just in random places every time he, you got an oil change, eventually you'd have a big fucking problem on your hands and you'd go back to that guy and he'd fix it and charge you a huge amount of money for it, but then he'd start pulling clips from random places. That's a really good way to t- think about it. <laughs> and that's what the fuck we have had. Like, over and over and over again, what has happened is absolute power has corrupted absolute. Oh, yeah. And this system of government that we have has just allowed for it to happen because we have a capitalist system of government. As long as you have something to capitalize on, our system of government, like, commands that it be, like, taken advantage of, yeah, right? That, and and that's one of the things where it's a blessing and a curse. It's, I said it earlier, it's that lesser of two evils thing. Yeah. It's either, and this is to polarize the topic completely to the point where it's either, like, a yes or no, and I don't want to be that well-to-ask-questions guy. Um, but right. it's, it's it's either your capitalist or your socialist or something, right? We have to bring on I one of those. So. We I have think... to bring on one of those devil's advocate people just so we can skewer them. Uh, <laughs> but that's me though, right? Because here I am getting ready to go. I don't think that's true anymore. I think it was true in the very beginning, especially considering like the cultures around the like the movements that came up. Like, when socialism first became a thing, certain peoples gravitated towards it. When communism became a thing, certain peoples gravitated towards it. Now, we've grown far enough from these, like, times that we can, like, examine the theology and the ideals on their own without, like, the cultural impact that they they are having. You know what I mean? And now I think we are seeing and we have plenty examples of melding or these two systems or two or more of these systems melding together to make something. Well, and that, like, that's just that we already are two or more of these systems. We're democratic exactly. republic. Yeah. Right? So, or I'd argue that we're a democratic socialist republic. I mean, if you look at a lot of the, like, our public army, like, our public... I, I, I don't disagree with you on that. <laughs> like, that's, that's the point. The what I guess what I'm trying to go towards is, like, you can't... There are... And this is... I kind of feel like an asshole doing this. 
you're gonna pull from certain par- parts parties that are going to have like far out stances, right? Yeah. A yeah. lot of what there's a lot of extremism, right? I a lot. I don't want to. I really don't want to go there, but I got to. A lot of boomers are sitting there and they're they're piecemealing things together that they they want to yeah. push their agenda, right? Yeah. So socialism is bad because it's going to make you share your paycheck with me. Right. Socialism is good is when we're all fucking unemployed. I've been there. Exactly. Like shit. I, I right. got laid off a week before I got married. Yeah. Oof. Oof. No. Yeah, I, I was, did not I, know that. Yeah, I was unemployed at my wedding. Um. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. I've been there. Not yeah. look, look. Yeah, no, we don't need to go there. We're in but like, there, there are social programs that and work, and then you exactly. can get behind, and then you can support. The problem is, is that you have certain sets, sex, whatever you want to call it, of people that are going to sit there and try and capitalize, demonize, yeah. capitalize, whatever you want to call it, the opposing party of that. Right. Right. Um. I mean, Jesus Christ, what was it? I was scrolling through Facebook the other day, and one of the guys that I work with, or used to work with, um, he sits there and posts a Facebook thing, and it's like, lives matter. If you have to put a color in front of it, you're racist. And I'm like, I un- and this is where I make the argument, I can understand a sentiment, I don't have to agree with it. Yeah. yeah I can understand exactly. the point that Thank you're you. making. Thank you. However, right. you're fucking wrong. <laughs> Jalen Rose actually... Um, no, he's... It's, I, I mean, of course, I'm going to say. He said, if you really have a problem with the phrase... Just put two at the end. Black Lives Matter two. We don't even need to have to do that though. Yeah, like, but I mean, if you don't, you shouldn't have to. But if people really don't understand, just throw that at the end for them too. Like, I mean, if you need that crutch to bear this walk, then <laughs> I guess take it. But I don't understand what the fucking argument is at this point. Like, it's we're really you guys. Uh, you I, can. I, I think everybody that. can find at least. It, or you have to be like the deepest of the deepest racist to not find one black person that you have some kind of admiration for, right? Absolutely. Like in this in this day and age, it is hard to not interact with somebody of a different race. So like, if you I, watch sports, chances are it's it's wild to me that we. I feel like I'm having deja vu. How many times have I said it's wild to me that in 2020, in an era where we carry many computers around in our fucking pockets and shit, bro, like you can literally get that dumbass tattoo you got when you were 16 and drunk as fuck on like spring break. You can get that shit removed like no issues now. Yeah. And like we're we're still worried about what color somebody is and what that means about their culture like there are fucking black goths out there like that's a thing now like on the internet i don't know if you know that's like a new trend i'm seeing like but it's not a new trend it's like these people have always fucking existed it's just there was no representation before and it's like do you not realize how many of my favorite like punk or metal bands are leaded fucking, by black singers right, fucking i had no, no fucking idea exactly. first off Me i never look I, like back in the day when i was like three doors down black t-shirts like the, the fucking sweatbands on the wrist yeah. type deal dark days but either way when I was back there I never looked at the bands yeah. I was just like cool your music's yeah. good I like you music slap right and then you're like whoa Howard Jones is a black guy fucking right but the fucking lead singer of Slipknot like that or that like blue is it the lead singer like blew my fucking mind yo like black I just want to bring it back to your first island okay his wedding pizza. the food pizza and there was ham and pineapple pizza there was 
my wife and I were like, we don't, we're not like super classy folk. <laughs> their bar, their their bar glasses were all baby food jars. It was awesome. Shot glasses, our shot glasses. Oh yeah, glasses. yeah. Our daughter is, is too. So it's like we have a shit ton of these. Fuck. Shot glasses. Oh, it was very DIY and I loved it. How many comedians have sat there and gone? Black Lives Matter is a movement that just started that matter. That's where the negotiations start. Right. It's not like Thank matter you. more, Thank matter equally. It. It's they just let's, fucking matter. Let's start there, because to me, every time you have to say, "Well, all lives, blue lives," it's like you're saying, "Well, why are we so upset about Black Lives Mattering?" <laughs> so you finally watched eight forty six. I finished and when it. Chappelle, I finally finished it. It was and, hard. And to when finish. Chappelle was like, four hundred of them showed up because he killed one. Of, he killed some of their own. How the fuck do they not understand it? Yeah, seriously. They, yeah, thank you, fucking Christopher Dorner. Again, again, yo. I keep thinking about it because it was. I felt like when it happened, it was the beginning of something like massive. Right, like one of the now it's a cop, right? Like before it was just random black dudes that they were beating the fuck down and getting caught on tape doing it. But now it's a fucking cop who, like Dave said, went the route he was supposed to go and they fucking fired him for it. And my man said, not my man, excuse me, because I don't want to get put on any list, Ted. I know you're listening. (laughs) What's up, Ted? Yo, Mans went and said, I'm fucking waging asymmetrical war on the LAPD police department and their families. Like, that's how, like, fucked he felt like the system was. He was like, they are literally targeting my people. Like, it's not like... (laughs) He tried. He tried to do it the right way. And that's what they don't get. They always... they. We like to drag Martin Luther King out of his fucking grave every time this shit happens. And we're like, calm down. Remember what he said? Peace. Peace. It's all about peace. He also said that riots are the voice of the unheard. Let's cherry pick these quotes now. He also kept fucking AK-47s under his couch cushions. (laughs) This is a man that took a brick to the face in in the name of justice, right? Like... The but, only other person I know who did that was Andrew WK, and he did it for an album cover. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, it's, uh, it's insane. Like, the, I don't know, like the duality that we're faced with here, like how people can. Well, that's the problem with. Boomer logic. No, that's the problem with America is they've polarized every issue into it's either black or white. And I don't mean that as race. I mean that as right. what side do you stand on. Yeah, exactly. There's no more... There's no middle ground. There's no middle ground. And the problem is, is that because they've eliminated the middle ground, they've made it so not everything is right or wrong. My whole core belief system is, if you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, you're wrong. I have taken punches to the face, quite literally, yeah. that I know I've deserved, and sat there and gone, you got it, dude. And walked the fuck away. First time I ever got hit, actually, was in middle school by my buddy Ross Jones. First off, yes, he was black. Secondly, my only concern after getting decked was to make sure he didn't get in trouble because of the school that I went to, I knew he would be suspended. It's fair. 
And you know what? I fucking deserve that. Ross, if you're listening to this, I got you, bud. Yes, I deserve to get hit in, like, seventh grade when I kept fucking with your hoodie. <laughs> no, like, straight up. He was having Respect. a fucking rough ass morning. I kept walking up behind him going, pull, yanking his hoodie off his head. And he goes, Banky, stop. I'm like, no. And he turned around and cold cocked me. And I'm like, all right, where are my glasses? <laughs> Damn. Respect. Respect, Joe. I can and, respect that. Like, all right. That's... Sorry, we were on islands and then... Yeah, like, so let's just kind of let's just finish on the islands. First island, absolutely. <laughs> First island, absolutely. Yeah. Capital, fuck. Yes. <laughs> I know, god damn. This, is, this was a rip Second up. one. Yo, but I mean... You second island? You, you knew what you were doing when you I were will say, island up to bet. <laughs> I will say you have a smaller island. I'll give you a sandbar. I mean, there's definitely, like, a discussion to be had there. I don't think that, like I said, to me, to tie up, I guess, my argument here is I think governmental systems are necessary in order for societies to function. You have an island with a port. There you go. The size of the government is up to debate depending on, like, the size of the society, I guess, that needs to be, like, maintained. But... Obviously, the system of government in place and the people who we entrust to maintain the system of government definitely need to be have a closer look taken at them. <laughs> oh, absolutely. So, we got a couple other things. Yep. We got to do a lighthouse update. Okay. We got to cover a couple of things before we go into the dam. We'll oh. take a break before we hit the dam. Cool. Okay. All right. So, lighthouse updates. Thank you, Lil B, as always. Uh, so, as of right now, there have no been there have been no cross gender matches in WWE, and uh, there is wait, no wait for real. Nope. I want to see Ronda Rousey fucking nail somebody. I Yo. just want to see her take him and put him in a goddamn armbar and be like. I feel like I'm living in a Mandela effect right now, yo, because I really feel. <laughs> no, what you're thinking is of tag team matches that were duos. Because that definitely happened in the Attitude Era. I s- distinctly remember Attitude Era. You would have like Vince McMahon in there and some hot chick in a bikini that would sit there. Vince maybe, McMahon get done. Maybe decked, you're right. And then tag team broad came in and was like, yeah. "You're not gonna hit my man." And then she would deck the other dude with like say, Triple H. Yeah. And then or like a chair to the face. Yeah. And, and then like, Triple H. Triple from? H's girl would come in and be like. Yeah. And somehow oh, Stephanie McMahon shows up. And, and they end yeah. up in their bras. Yeah. Maybe you're right. Maybe anyway, you're right. so they said it is not out of the question, but it has not happened right now. Mm. Ronda Rousey. Please put her in there. And the next one is, uh, so there is no set tax on brass. Damn. And the saying is actually <laughs> brass tax, like thumbtacks. I-, I heard that one. Lil B was like the. I found like a 300 page document I wasn't gonna go through to find the tax value on brass but damn damn I'm upset so we not only is there no tax on brass no no, no set set no set tax on brass on brass we didn't even have the same right <laughs> so now we all know I was today years old when I learned that the saying is not brass tax Tax, but brass tax, 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 tax. Like the things we use to hang the bedsheets. Look, (laughs) 
Why do you keep telling them they don't need to know their bed sheets? Yo, now they're gonna be looking for it. So like side note, can we can I can I just throw some of my favorite sayings out there that everyone like abbreviates that are like the best? Go for it. Blood is thicker than water. Oh yeah. The blood of the covenant is thicker than water in the womb. Meaning that the bonds that you make are equally, if not more important, than the ones that you're born into. Yeah. Yep. Do you know how Oh, I never looked at it like that. I always look at it as more of like a loyalty, like pledge to like the church that you were from. But I'm in Dan's boat. I'm reformed religious. Yeah. Like I have an issue with the church and what they preach because like But Jesus. Yeah. I mean like I That's kinda how I'm at. I'm like, this whole system's fucked, but Jesus. I mean I gotta take Christopher and Medine around my neck. Like that's fair. What I wear. Fair. But like I'm not gonna go to the Vatican and be like, yeah, hey, Mr. Pope, dude. Sentence. Yeah, like, okay. So, a couple of things. Um, I admit I did not do enough research on the uh, really big political ones, as in Roger Stone's sentence was commuted by Trump. Commuted? Yeah. Okay. And um, Mueller publicly condemned Trump. This is Mueller who. Never talks publicly. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, because I I like how that's that's confirmed. Then Mueller publicly. I like how that wasn't covered, like at all. Did not see that anywhere. Do we know when that happened? A couple of days ago. I can pull it up. Oh, when just we go on a couple break. of days ago. Yeah. Okay. I can pull it up when we go on break. Okay. Um, and then uh, I retract my statement. Roger Stone sentence commuted by Trump. Well, I mean, we saw this coming. Fuck those two. Roger Stone has a tattoo, a poor tattoo of fucking Richard Nixon in between <laughs> his shoulder blades. I did not know that. Yes. yes. That's awful on so many levels. It's not even like Robot Nixon? Like no. Nope. It's, it's, like it's just his head. It's just his head, you like, know? So it's like Futurama Nixon. No, well, not in a jar. I feel like that would be better, though, if it was in a jar. Like, you, you could at least, So it's like, Neutrarama Nixon. Neutrarama? <laughs> like, they haven't pickled his head yet. That's basically what they're doing in Futurama, right? They're just pickling their head? I have no idea. I, I really don't. Like, there was this whole episode on it, but I was... Yeah, I wasn't in on it. All right, so the other two... Wow... That's not even like old ink either. <laughs> that's awful. That's that's, the, that's that should show you what I get away from from this. That isn't even old ink. That's like past ten years ink. That hasn't blued out yet. Yo, it's so that means wait. That either means he got it recently or he consistently gets that touched up. He might. I don't know when that picture was taken. I just needed to prove to y'all that this man, like, that's the man that Trump. That's Trump's man. That's Trump's man. It's like he got his sentence. Come on, like... Alright, well... That's his hitter, son. <laughs> he said, I need you back out here in these streets doing work for me, Roger. Stone, they probably call that nigga Stone. You know they call him Stone. See, you can't do that, because all I think of is Teen Titans when Cyborg <laughs> had to go into the hive and, like, infiltrate all that shit. First off, badass episode. Secondly, shows you where my mind goes. Yeah. Another random update. I saw that they're doing another season of Teen Titans. Yeah, the original Teen Titans. I, the final season of Teen Titans, apparently. I, I'm okay with this. I approve. I'm not, unless Robin gets killed by Slade, and yeah, we all know that that needs to happen. No, because if Robin defeats Slade, then they never, it's going to be Have they ever confirmed what Robin it is? No. 
there have like been leads it, to it, but it's it not been... Jason Todd. No, it's like Tim definitely Drake, not Jason, isn't it? Todd. I thought it was Dick Grayson. It could be Dick or it could be Tim. It might be Dick. I think it is. It's definitely not Jason. No, because I think in Teen Titans Go, I'm pretty sure it's Dick Grayson. But that's been shown to be multiverse theory. So it could be different points in a timeline. Because believe it or not, I actually watched only ones that reference the actual good Teen Titans. And they had like this whole like multiverse theory of where like Let's get all of the Robins and all of these people oh, about, yeah, battle yeah, like yeah. Taskmaster. This is some Final Fantasy VII remake shit. I mean, Teen Titans Go was all right for what it was. Like, if you completely like managed to separate the original, they had an entire, entire I love that episode the... about beating your meat. Okay, <laughs> yes, that is where they got me. I will fully admit that they, they sat there the, um... and they had Cyborg making hamburgers with a giant ass bowl and his hydraulic piston yep. going. Every time he saw fucking Raven's legs. Alright, that is where they got me. That is where I tuned in for a good season and a half, and then it lost me. I'm like, this is gonna have all the Karens writing all of the letters. None of them got it. None of them. Yo, this nigga was pounding a fucking way at that fucking bowl, yo. I remember that shit. Because I'm sitting here with my son like, yo. Don't react. Don't react. It was if I react, he'll know that something's up. Yep. Don't react. Yeah, no. Oh Alright. So, the Redskins name change. It's official that they're changing the name as of right now. I just checked Twitter. They have not announced it. The three most likely finalists are Red Tails, Red Wolves, and Warriors. Uh, we discussed the Red Tails. Red yeah. Tails. Okay. I'm just saying, like we, it, it is official that they are changing. The and name. what did, what did, yeah, yeah. But we all knew it was coming when Nike took their shit off. Oh the yeah. Website. <laughs> but it's <laughs> it's now official. Yeah. We now have the Washington unnamed football team. Currently. What was your stand? I like Red Tails. Isn't that weird that I'm the one that's like, <laughs> I don't know how I feel about it. No, it's not that weird. It's I, white guilt. No, I actually, <laughs> the selling point for me was the point that you made about like, you keep the DMV theme together. Everything was birds. Everything was that ah, type deal. Yeah. And I was like, I can get behind that. Yeah. Because yeah. back in my younger years, there were no Ravens. So I had right. to be a Redskins fan. And it's like, I still, even though I'm like, mm, I take it easy on the Redskins fans because yeah. it's like I used to be one of you. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, keeping it bird related would be cool. I just like the Red Wolves theme. Like, like I said, the stadium full of people howling really like that. That clicked with me. I was like, see, that'd be dope. Like, no, and I, I don't disagree with that. Yeah. I mean, it gives you like a, I don't know, like a shtick, a shtick, yeah, shtick, shtick, yeah, um, to go with. But like, I just feel like Red Tails gives you more. I avenues can, to go down. Yeah, you know I, what I mean. I feel like there's more like a pride that can come behind that. Too. It's like the type of logo I'm envisioning when I'm thinking Red Tails. It's like the style of the Patriots, like art style, but like a pilot in like the Red Baron Snoopy pose, like this with like a scarf flying behind it. I, I straight up have like the Orioles logo with a leather aviator's cap on top. See, that's that's exactly what the fuck I said, right? <laughs> and you give that motherfucker a red tail. Son, it's that easy. A red and or a red and yellow tail. However the fuck you want to do. <laughs> but it's already there. So I could get with red tails to keep the bird thing going. I just um, think Warriors is lame. 
that's a cash. Like, I just feel like, yeah, that's a cheap. Warriors like, been outplayed. Like, it's right. just. All right. It is what it is. Warriors is outplayed. Like, it's like if somebody says the Warriors to me, even if the, the the Washington Football Club becomes the Warriors, I'm immediately going to think Golden State still. Mm. I'm going to think a high school in like South Central Kentucky. I'm thinking wrestling. <laughs> like, Same thing, right? Like right. that's that's where you go with it. It's like if you name a football t- football team the Wildcats. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Go back to high school musical? Mm-hmm. Right. Stuff? Like, right. <laughs> Red Wolves. I will admit. I, don't I, I will say Red life. Wolves. Kind of sounds like the name of a team from a football movie. Yeah. Like you can. Red put, Wolves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but, like that I, sounds like a team from a football movie. But that's my point, son. I'm like, can you imagine? Like now you got biopic lanes, right? <laughs> because we took this team, this ragtag team that never won a Super Bowl before. Now they gotta win a Super Bowl. Right? It's like the Anaheim Ducks. Formerly the um, Mighty Ducks. I was gonna say, are they? Yeah, the the team that became a team because Disney had a movie to sell. <laughs> yep. I and we got one more thing. Um, you know the gif of Ben Affleck in the interview where it just looks like his soul has been sucked out of him. Yeah, where he's smoking. We're gonna get a lot more of those from Will Smith. Oh. Oh god. Do we have to talk about this? Yes. Like, see, at least funny. gotta touch on okay. it. Okay. Deep game. Look. The only single one in the room wants to talk about the messy shit. <laughs> I'll talk about it. I don't. Play. I mean, we can talk about it. I just think it's a goddamn shame. Like, what do you? What do you think? Thank you. I fucking saw his hurt. I didn't even have yeah. to watch the interview. I no. see him sitting there like, yeah, no, I, it, it was. I know that pain. I yep. know what you're feeling right yep. now. And Every. that's like, I don't need to watch anything else about it. This mm. is something that is happening in their current relationship that affects in their public. That's like my wife sitting there that's going, the worst. hey, while we were engaged, this went down. That, that right there, you would see a whole different side. Will Smith is a, like a fucking god in my eyes for handling it the way he did. Because me, that table had been gone through the fucking window. He got money to think about, Joe. What you talking about? Like, he got YouTube. He got Charlize Theron and Margot Robbie to think about, though. That's, okay, that's another thing. Here's an aspect of this that I don't think is being talked about, right? Because it's unconfirmed. They're not going to talk about it, though. Exactly. Will managed to keep his shit under wraps. Like, rumors came up that they were like, oh, Selma Hayek? Huh? Huh? Wild Wild West? Huh? What was it? Y'all was like, on your left? Come on, man. What's up with that? And, like, Will managed to skirt around them. Like, other rumors, like, popped up. And he managed to skirt around those. August Alcina happened. (laughs) And this messy nigga want to go tell everybody. And Jada's like, what? Now it's my turn. (laughs) Now I get to lie. And you know what? She had some healing to do. I want to be messy. <laughs> she, yeah, she has it. Yeah, I guess that's how you heal, right? You be messy in front of the fucking world and ruin your goddamn money. I want to, yeah, I just want to know how this is going to impact money. You that. ruined the guy that you say you loved. That, let me, I truly I will like, say, if we didn't lo- love Will Smith before, we really love Will Smith right now. We at least, we're like, well, come get a hug. Yo, I I feel where you're coming from, right? But I think at their point, we are 
The love has been like whatever. If they love each other, it's like a brother sister relationship now. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think they're still probably they probably <laughs> still are. Like to be honest, they're probably still attracted to each other, right? But like not attracted enough to each other to keep together. Clearly, like. It, it almost seemed like, like I was saying last time, like, who knows what the fuck being a Smith even is, right? And Will looked hurt, but, like, tired and embarrassed. Like, well, are we really, like, his face red, are we really doing this to me? Like, to me, I got, like, the... I saw a video of, like, some, the, there was a camera angle that, like, caught his leg, and it was literally doing this nonstop. Yeah, yeah, because it was, I'm sure, having to, like... Like, part of, if they have an agreement, like, let's go off the idea that they have an agreement, right? Part of the agreement is probably we don't fucking talk about the shit that we do, right? Like, it's like, hey, I met somebody, we gonna be out for a little bit, I'm just letting you know. That's it. That's probably all they fucking talk about, right? So, what was it? I I saw a meme that was, uh, I went down a rabbit hole on Will Smith and Jada memes earlier, so whatever. (laughs) Um, And it was, like, mutual understanding, and it was like, hey, babe, love you, love you too. Uh, you wouldn't lie to me, right? Of course not. Who's David? Who's uh, Sharon? Love you, babe. Love you, too. And that was the end of the message. Like, they never was like, I see you. Yeah. You see me? Okay, cool. We good. So, it's messy. Like, we don't know. Like they said at the very end, bad marriage for life. That part, I feel like. Was totally staged was them trying to save things like here's here's comedy to break the tension right because we just that's what will does like in every aspect of like watch almost any of his movies it's comedy break the tension yeah except for like seven pounds yeah (laughs) shoot a happiness and ollie and yeah even ollie a couple of times though yeah i was like i am legend but even then a couple of times that like Come Seven on. Pounds is one of those ones where you're like, you know what's happening the entire time. Yeah, it's like, fuck, man, why did I watch this? <laughs> That's the one where you're like, you're in your fields and you're like, I have a bottle of Jack. Let's go. Yep. We're going to do this tonight. Yep. Tonight I'm going to take the journey through my fields. And you know what? Right now we are going to take a break. <laughs> That's fair. Welcome and we're back. back. Welcome back. So, we are here with our first official damn it. We're going to talk about guns! Ooh. Ooh. I know. So many things are wrong with that. Mm. I know. So many things are wrong with that. But that's besides the point. That's how you wanted to open the damn it. Now you know you have to when we go like... Now everybody knows I am the explain it like I'm five audience. Mm. You have to, like, do the gun animation when you, like, actually go back and edit the video. We'll talk about that. Whatever. (laughs) You did it on video. It'd just be... Anyway. Yeah. This is a milestone for us. And we getting ready to get real heavy in this bitch. So I hope you guys take some notes. Everybody take some notes. Because Banky took notes. Time to Banky take took a lot of notes. The kitty gloves. It's oh, only, it is now Adult Swim on the flood. It's only three pages of correlated and regressions. But my man came here with an agenda, and we're going to let this man talk. We're going to talk about it today. 
Alright. Um, we are just gonna hand you the microphone. Yeah. Damn. Take the floor. Thank you. Good. Um So yeah, first off I wanna start with look, I'm an enthusiast. I enjoy guns. The reason that I volunteered to talk about this was because I feel Thank like my enough, knowledge of course. I feel like Thanks. my knowledge is enough to talk about it. Okay. If I'm wrong, Lighthouse, please feel free to correct me. We love the Lighthouse. Yes. Um, but understand, part of this is my beliefs and how my perception of current society's views on guns is flawed, how it's right, how it's wrong, everything that goes along with it. Now, part of that, what I do want to say is my beliefs do not dictate your freedoms. I feel yeah. like that is the biggest thing that can be said out of any of this, and really for any topic at all. And a very respectable thing for you <laughs> to admit, because a lot of people refuse to admit that, and I think that's a big part of the problem that we're having in this country. Right Absolutely. Now. No, it's it's either my way or the highway. No, 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 no. My beliefs don't dictate your freedoms. It's a very libertarian Whatever. approach, like uh, Francois yes. showed up on yes. here with. Yeah, it, what, you live your life, I'm going to live mine, you do what you do. It, it, it is what it is. Don't be a dick. What is it, shitbird? Yeah, yeah, don't be a shitbird. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so, guns. Alright, so, how do you guys want to approach this? Like, it, there's a bunch of different ways that I can go with this. I can go straight up factual and just lay it out how it is, the current issues that are presented to gun owners, uh, the current issues that are presented to people living in society along with uh, How about you like start that? with gun ownership in the historical context of gun ownership in America? Historical context of ownership and gun, gun ownership in America boils down to simply that we were a unregistered militia that was in place to stop tyranny. That is what we were. Everyone likes to shit on the National Guard. If you know anybody in the service, the National Guard are the weekend warriors, yeah. or they're not real soldiers. <laughs> National Guard was around some 200 years before the army was found. Right, right. The National yeah. Guard was the farmers. They were the the plainsmen. These okay. people that actually volunteered, the Minutemen, if you will, to actually stand the line and protect what is now America. Right. What was then the colonies. Exactly. And, yeah. So that's again, my beliefs, is that's where gun ownership started, and that's the reason that we have it, but also the founding premise as to what we should hold. The The whole Second Amendment says, shall, shall not be infringed. The purpose of that is to stop tyrannical government. Now, that also ties into some current events that we can get into later. Like NPR tweeting the Declaration of Independence. Exactly. So, the point yeah. of it is, is that Owning a gun is a responsibility, but is more so a right. Yes. So yes. with that... It is a right that you have to be responsible with. Yes. I mean, it is your responsibility to maintain that right. And, you know, <clears throat> this is a well-trained militia. That's the part that, you know, they like to leave out when they quote the Second Amendment yeah, a lot it's of the, time. The... And it's like, you know... It just, I think, without getting too into the weeds about it, it that line in itself can simply be stewed down to, if you're gonna be a gun owner, it's your duty to be a responsible gun owner. Absolutely. I can 100% agree. You know. So, a little bit of backstory behind me. I wasn't allowed to have toy guns until I was like six, seven, yeah. maybe. 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, my mom was so retentive on it that it was, I would get like Power Ranger toys and anything that resembled a gun mm. was taken out before I was able to open. Mm. Like okay. that, that was the point. Yeah. I was raised to think that a gun is a tool, not a toy. Yeah. So, and backtracking this, I was around guns my entire life. Right. Like, I knew there was a rifle under mom and dad's bed. Okay. Like, I knew where it was. My dad, this is going to be a whole other topic, was corrections. He was in the military. He was MP. Mm, And he now is a federal agent. Yeah. So, I've been around guns my entire life. Right. More backstory is my stepdad's ex-DEA. So, like, to your statement is, yes, it is every gun owner's responsibility and duty to train themselves to be proficient in firearms exactly and what that means is is that every firearm that you own you should be able to operate appropriately you should be able to take care of and you should be able to clear any issues with it meaning that if around jams anything like that you should understand how to remedy that issue in a safe and reasonable way right i agree i absolutely agree if you're gonna own because uh, essentially I teach the same thing in my household, you know, because I believe in gun ownership as well. And I teach the same thing. They're tools. They're not toys. I mean, you can have fun with a fucking power drill, but that doesn't mean that you should be reckless with your goddamn power drill. So here, here's the point to that, is that you can tell a gun owner and a responsible gun owner by how they handle the drill. It's trigger discipline. Yeah. I want to throw something in here. It's... So... Power drill and the gun comparison. It's a frivolous argument. To, to use but... to use the Chris Rock quote, if you have a hundred people in the same room that killed by the same person using the same drill, ninety-seven people deserve to die. I mean, I don't know, because you can stab a lot of people before people realize that people are getting stabbed, Joe. I'd Isn't argue... that the whole game of Clue? No, because, like, the whole way he sells it, he was just like, oh, it looked like he just stabbed that person. Oh, he stabbed that person, too. Oh, man, he stabbed that person right in front of me. Is he coming for me? Okay, I feel like there's an <laughs> argument to be made here, though, about, like, society. <laughs> we live in a society. No, for real, though. Like, if you saw somebody getting stabbed and you didn't yell, hey, that guy is stabbing people, <laughs> then you're an asshole. Like, <laughs> if you saw somebody get stabbed and you're like, yo, I think that dude is over there stabbing people. <laughs> like, come on. Like, I'm just saying. <laughs> Let's think about that. Yeah. So, and, like, you know, like, you live with me. And you know, I'm not, like, anti-gun ownership. I just don't feel comfortable around them. Did you know how many guns I had when we lived together? I knew you had some. Yeah. But you didn't know how many. <laughs> My man said how many. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That that's the whole point is that I he was said responsible anything with it. Right. Like you didn't know I had it. Like I'm fine with them being in the house, but like you know, I had Avery. Yeah. I asked Avery to move the shotgun cuz I'm just like, look, I don't want that there cuz I know that's not the best thing for me to have around. No, I, I understand that. And it's completely and respectable, and you approached the right way. It wasn't like, hey, move this. It was, hey, I'm worried about my own self-preservation right. here, and not because Baby of Baby Courage Wolf meme. Yeah, it was because of me. I mean, yeah. And I Any, it was very responsible of you. 
to absolutely mm-hmm. in yeah. a very respectable way, like he said, to approach it. Like you let him know, like you came to him and were vulnerable and were like, "Yo, <clears throat> so, mental health." <laughs> like, this is exactly. not, I, I'm gonna take it. I'm not gonna come from the like take everybody's guns point of view at all. No. Just um, I'm gonna take it like approach my point of view of as someone who's just uneasy about everything. That's fine. I think a lot of people have guns that don't, that shouldn't have guns in this country. So, um, Rich I, Rocker, I talked to him, yeah. he's actually from the Philippines, and he messaged me, we were what? talking for a little bit, and he was just like, so what's America like? Is it like terrifying going everywhere with the guns and stuff? I'm like, I mean, I'm kind of like numb to it. People carry, yeah, some. Does everybody? No. no. I mean, I don't. Apparently, right? I it's that it's that bizarre to yeah. people from outside of our country. Well, yeah, because I mean, in a lot of places, like they crack down on that shit because that's how they maintain control over there. To put it lightly, I'm... that's that's a whole other part of the discussion that I have prepared. But that is. It's one of those things, and I've referenced this a couple times already, the lesser of two evils, right? Right. Is that you have to decide where your stance is on a bunch of different issues and understand that, again, going back to my beliefs don't dictate your freedoms. Right. Going completely off topic here, I'm pro-choice. Yeah. But I'm pro-choice because of that one statement. My actual beliefs are completely separate from the pro-choice movement. But again, I understand that those are my beliefs. Exactly. They aren't your beliefs, they aren't your beliefs. Those are your freedoms to decide to do with however you want. So that's why I'm a lot of... I I can understand a sentiment behind something. I don't have to reciprocate the sentiment. So that's kind of where my entire core value stem from. I have my own things that I will freely talk about any other time. But when it comes down to it and you put me in a voting booth, I'm voting for freedom. Yeah, every time. You want... The freedom of Star life, Banner. liberty, and the pursuit of all of the. Exactly. I mean, the American ideals, yes. essentially. And, and fireworks. I can agree with that. To, like I said, to an extent, I, I'm there with the libertarian ideal system. It's certain things that I feel like. I said it's the the whole free market aspect. It's like I guess libertarian capitalism that I have a problem with, like. Okay. Like that essentially, like the free market running itself is clearly like a bad idea. <laughs> you let the free market run itself, and then we end up, I mean, back with like boss tweet and shit like that. So, and I understand, like, I understand what you're saying, but it's that life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, right? Yeah. Anybody can go out and start a business currently. Yeah. Granted, the current government makes it fucking hard right. to do so. Because right, they like, fuck you in the ass 99.9% they of the time. They fuck the small guy in the ass all the time. Exactly. That's, that's what that's, so yeah. that's... I use libertarianism to convey a generalized idea of my beliefs. Yeah, no, I agree. That's what I do with socialism. Because I'm not a complete socialist, right? Yeah. Like, I'm more, more or less like a democratic socialist, yeah. right? But I still support, like, a social capitalistic system. Because yeah. I do understand the benefit of a capitalist incentive like exactly. system. Like, I do understand that, that it, it kind of promotes, like, change in, like, positive, in a positive way a bit more than any other system would. Like, the 
the competition of ideas and the way that that seems to promote like positive change and like growth and development it's if you put any group of people together it is only natural for them to have some sort of competition exactly and what that does and dan has said it before sorry ziggy has said it before and he's messed it up enough times it's fine have i dan in this pod no 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 no, no, no. i just mean overall oh okay okay so that's fair that's fair he said it before is you can't be afraid to be the the dumb one in the room i will fully admit i don't know jack shit about 99% of the things out there but the few things I do know I will gladly talk about I will teach you about and I make it a point a very consistent point to not try to try not belittle people about topics that they approach right real quick sidebar doesn't float dumb and stupid just like smart and intelligent are different things yeah that's fair I think that's fair I feel like I guess in your argument, stupidity is like a consistent lack of ignorance. knowledge, and dumb is just you're just dumb. Like, what no. did you do that for? I had it the opposite. I yeah, had like I had dumb it. as like a lack of knowledge. Like, but you're willing to like try and learn, and like stupidity is like a consistent like demonstration of ignorance. Yeah, you have to make an, a, a very concise effort to be stupid. Yeah, you can have dumb moments. Yeah, yeah, and everybody's walked into a wall like that's dumb. <laughs> like, yeah, but but if you sit there and run into the same tree multiple times and knock your tooth out, that's stupid. Hi, yeah. that was me when I was seven. <laughs> so like, we all yeah. have those those right. certain facets. But yeah, that, I can agree. With that. No, yeah, um, I, like I said, I get I get down with it. Um, guns to me, I find America's fascination with guns a little obsessive but I get it right because this is a country as I've said many times on this podcast that I believe I believe this is my personal belief I mean there's facts to base it back it up but we were founded by pirates religious fanatics and like like scam artists like scam artists like this whole country like the whole like when you look at the people themselves that came over Oh yeah, that's we're the religious Australia. Yeah, (laughs) that's the easiest way to put it. We were a prison for those that were undesirable, and people didn't want to deal with their bullshit. And they took a bunch of privatized pirates that fosters home for religious friends. (laughs) Pretty much, like legitimately. Yeah, with a bloodlust. Yeah, yeah, a extreme bloodlust. Well, and and that's kind of like where. Well, I mean, the body and blood of Christ. I mean, that's Old Testament shit, bro. That's New Testament. No, I'm saying, like, the bloodlust is Old Testament. Oh. Yeah. I was about to say, body and blood of Christ, definitely New Testament. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, but, yeah, the Protestants that came over here, you know, that fire and brimstone shit. Oh, the preaching. Well, that's probably Calvinists. Yeah. And Calvinists are... Calvinists is such a fatalistic point of view. It's like, you're going to go to heaven or hell regardless. But, I mean, that's who we had, like, toting guns and popping up. Well, not... Around that time, but you like, heard popping off like you aren't. No, 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 no. It's a bang. <laughs> right. I was about to do that, like the fucking. <laughs> You're right though. Who did that joke? <laughs> Tim Allen. <laughs> Tim Allen did that joke, and whatever the last show he has had, well, he had before it got canceled, as to he was cleaning a Revolutionary Age musket in his dining room and his wife brings it in and is like what if your grandson walks in here and he goes yes if he can overpower me climb on top of chair pull out the ramrod load it with powder take a swab 
ram it down, pull the ramrod out, take a, uh, a ball, grease it, put it back down in there, run the ramrod back down, pull That's the ramrod back out. That's even if you a ball, like, cause a lot of the time, weren't they just firing, like, fucking nails and shit? That's of... with, like, um, oh, I just had the name of it. Wider barrels, for sure. Uh, essentially, they're the blunderbuss, uh, shotgun. Yeah. Yeah. You can throw anything down that. You just, it's essentially a mini cannon. <laughs> yeah. um, rifles. It's the one that looks like a trumpet, right? They all kind of look like a trumpet, but yeah. Yeah, back then. <laughs> like, your your flintlock is a fucking boomstick for real. Right? <laughs> Ball rifles. The fuzzy just... lumpkins type shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, those Deep were cut. the ones that were like... What I, what I was talking about. You gotta... There's a process to yeah, it. Like, yeah. a proficient but, person could get a, one shot off every, like, minute and a half. But I, I guarantee you, every American knows what you're talking about, right? Though, yeah. because it's, like... It's bred into our, like, subconscious. Like, we've all seen those guns, especially oh, yeah. in, like, our old tapestries and stuff in, like, our history museums. Jesus, and the movies. Like yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. you watch any semi-historic movie and I'm not saying like historically accurate it can take place at any point between like I think it was 1823 was the first lever action repeating rifle was made. so like any point between 1823 and even into the 1800s that you will understand what a flintlock is right and it doesn't and I use flintlock as a general term flintlock is actually a piece of flint that then right. charges right. the barrel there were percussion yep. caps after that there were you know, semi-repeating rifles that were yeah. similar that had a full percussion cap, which were very similar to today's muzzle loaders. Okay. And then you had the actual repeating rifles that had cartridge am- ammunition. Talking that shit. Uh, like <laughs> talking I said, I, I might not know a lot about a lot. My man said, but I came here small. to talk guns today. <laughs> I got three pages of notes, like I said. Um, so, yeah, the, I mean, there's, like you said, it's in America's history. Right. It is what we were founded on. We... Yeah. I mean, we took this land in more than one way. More than one way. Absolutely. So, the reason that we exist is because we had a few good men that were willing to stand up for what they believed. Yeah. And that, again, is that the core of my beliefs? Yeah. Is that you stand up for what's right and you call out what is wrong? Yeah. And that France applies help. to anything. Thanks, friends. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, you know, I mean, there's lots that we could get into. Fancy missiles. <laughs> this thing, man. America is funny to me. You know, because it seems like it was a bunch of loose ties that came together in the right way, I guess. And, you know, the right way for the people in charge at that time, period, right? You know, because today, America is probably, I would argue, a whole lot different than what they actually intended for it to be. But I think the dream is, I think the dream is still being held, though. Like, I don't know if they would agree with some of the way that we conduct things now, but I think that they would be happy with the spot that America has on the world stage. You know what I mean? I'm sure they would want to see America progress. I don't know how thrilled Washington would be when he said, stay out of foreign affairs. Well, yeah. Washington was like the a very true blue libertarian who was an isolationist who didn't believe in being a world peacekeeper. America has done so because we progressively have felt more and more of a need prior to certain aspects in certain African countries that we're just not into. I was going to say the Um, scramble for Africa. It's like that video um, you shared where 
It's uh, America's not the greatest country in the world. We were. America we were the greatest country. We are no longer are. No. We used to stand for something. We'll tag that video and share it. Yes, thank you. I mean that that's that that spiel alone yeah. should change your perspective on today's political climate. What about the people? Why is it not the greatest, greatest country in the world, Professor? That's my answer. You're saying Yes. Let's talk about... Fine. The Sharon, the NEA is a loser. Yeah, it accounts for a penny out of our paycheck, but he gets to hit you with it any time he wants. It doesn't cost money. It costs votes. It costs airtime and column inches. You know why people don't like liberals? Because they lose. If liberals are so fucking smart, how come they lose so goddamn always? Hey. And with a straight face, you're going to tell students that America is so star-spangled awesome that we're the only ones in the world who have freedom? Canada has freedom. Japan has freedom. The UK, France, Italy, Germany, Spain, Australia, Belgium has freedom. So, 207 sovereign states in the world, like 180 of them have freedom. All right. And yeah, you, uh, sorority girl, just in case you accidentally wander into a voting booth one day, there's some things you should know. And one of them is there is absolutely no evidence to support the statement that we're the greatest country in the world. We're seventh in literacy, 27th in math, 22nd in science, 49th in life expectancy, 178th in infant mortality, third in median household income, number four in labor force, and number four in exports. We lead the world in only three categories. Number of incarcerated citizens per capita, number of adults who believe angels are real, and defense spending, where we spend more than the next 26 countries combined, 25 of whom are allies. Now, none of this is the fault of a 20-year-old college student, but you nonetheless are, without a doubt, a member of the worst period, generation period ever, period. So when you ask what makes us the greatest country in the world, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Yosemite? Sure used to be. We stood up for what was right. We fought for moral reasons. We passed laws, struck down laws for moral reasons. We waged wars on poverty, not poor people. We sacrificed, we cared about our neighbors. We put our money where our mouths were and we never beat our chest. We built great big things, made ungodly technological advances, explored the universe, cured diseases, and we cultivated the world's greatest artists and the world's greatest economy. We reached for the stars, acted like men. We aspired to intelligence. We didn't belittle it. It didn't make us feel inferior. We didn't identify ourselves by who we voted for in the last election, and we didn't, we didn't scare so easy. <laughs> we were able to be all these things and do all these things because we were informed by great men, men who were revered. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. America is not the greatest country in the world anymore. I mean, but America's got a lot to atone for before we can go, we can really claim. I think America has the potential to be the greatest country on the planet, right? But it has to atone for the things that it was ignoring before. It has to atone for the fact that it is a country that was founded off of the genocide of the native peoples here. And we do not acknowledge any of their history and anything that they've contributed to the foundation of this country at all because they did play a big part into it. 
then we have to go into the fact that slavery entirely built this country and it helped us progress into the gilded age where we had i mean cotton's impact alone on like industry was monumental right like the fact that we had like the slaves pulling all that cotton to produce cotton for linens and textiles and things that helped the ships and like the East India trade and like we can and the ropes and all that stuff that was produced from that we could get into all of that but America's got to talk about it first right we can't talk about how great the country is because we keep pretending like things didn't happen that happened and it, so like even this with, may sound very callous and I don't intend it to sound callous there's a difference between recognition and atonement. Yeah. I feel like the correct way to go about it currently is recognition. It's a way to start with I atonement. I like the way that you put it either last week or the week before, the refurbishing of history. Yeah, it, the, yeah, and recognition is a perfect area, like, because that's what a lot of people are asking for right now. Yeah. The bare minimum people are asking for is recognition. Like, yeah. let's go back and let's talk about what really happened and what the impact really was and how we got to where we are. Yeah. Like, let's stop ignoring the people in history that have helped contribute to what we have now as a society because they didn't fit the narrative back then. Let's stop trying to construct the narrative and let the narrative construct itself based off of what America is. Yeah. Because it is what they claim it is. It is the land of the free, the home of the brave. I mean, the fucking let's we were talking about Stonewall earlier. Yeah. Like, you know, the Stonewall riots and now we have gay pride march. Like those people were fucking brave. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Civil rights movement, the Black Lives Matter marches and stuff that are going on right now. Like in all all, all that has led to you know, changes like, you know, they're cutting back or they're not like they're cutting down on like these no knock warrants in the name of Breonna Taylor and Which all that stuff. Which is a side note is a first off, I understand that it's not enough in her specific case. Right. However, Absolutely. if you look at it on broader scale, that is a massive right. win for society. Right. And it doesn't feel like it right now because we're in the moment. Exactly. And we exist in a time period where everything is like right now like yeah. instant gratification people need instant gratification and we've been programmed also in the case of a no knock warrant instant reaction well yeah <laughs> i mean in the case of a lot of police shootings instant reaction like so, you know they're trained to react first and think second and it and that's where the danger with what we're talking about today comes in unfortunately yeah so and the, let's just branch off into this while we're here. Right. I the, mean, the no, it. we've yeah. already gone down yeah, there. So, the, <laughs> so the, I'm just going to get this out of the way. What happened with Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Audrey, hundreds of other cases, I could go on for 30 minutes as to mm-hmm. what has happened here, is devastating. It shouldn't have happened in the first place. Absolutely. And unfortunately, what is at the forefront of them is police. And I say unfortunately because of my own ties in that. Right. I understand what it is and some of the situations that they can yeah. be placed in. I, again, I recognize it. I can understand it. I don't have to necessarily reciprocate that right. same thing. Exactly. However, it is every person's right to defend their life, liberty, their property, whatever you want to yeah. call it as. So the fact that Breonna Taylor's boyfriend was even put on the stand was astonishing to me. Yeah. A no-knock warrant with cops dressed in plain clothes with no sort of identification 
and no body cams recording, that sounds like right. a fucking hit to me. Exactly. So, exactly. There's a lot of procedure that's being followed, and that's why I say when we talk about libertarianism, that's why I say it's dangerous sometimes, I feel like, to feel like we don't need any system of government because in times like this, it does help to have people out there who we can hold or help us hold these people accountable. I think what he actually said tied into his second island. All of these just body cams turned off, planes closed, yeah. no knock warrant. It's it's the government. All because the government allows it. Exactly. This, exactly. This is, that's, yeah, but he, that, he is right. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm tying into. Yeah. The government is giving itself freedoms that they don't allow their people to have. Right. And that is the issue. No knock warrants are a massive, massive thing. Whether you realize it or not, no, you can Google no knock warrant cases. Like you can look up swatting from Twitch. Oh Jesus Christ, that's a whole different. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. You can look up cases involving injuries for like incorrect houses, whatever the case may be. And there was a, I want to say an eight year old. That caught a flashbang to the face in Alabama. Oh, yeah, no, I I want to say she was like five. Yo, like, that's another case. There is one where an oh. eight year old caught a flashbang to the face yeah. because they came around room checking and without any provocation just went like into yep. the room. Yep. Nope. You're you're right, yo. And that's that's where I can agree with you. They this. It's a system that I feel like needs to be restructured. There's a lot of what did I say consolidation yeah. that can be done. Like if we go through the like if we go through their books and we start auditing, that's why I'm in that's why I'm personally totally in favor of defunding the police and reorgan and reallocating the funds to so, d- just to t- tag on to that real quick. Yeah. If you, I'm I understand the movement. I'm telling you right now you'll get a hell of a lot further. And this is just a blanket statement. If you call it demilitarizing the police, well, because yeah, th- yeah. what the general populace hears is when they think well, of defunding the police, they think of like shutting down police yeah, departments. They yeah. don't think of it as the what they've been doing to education it's, for the past twenty five years. Right. They think of like, oh fuck it, close the doors, we're done here. Yeah. No, no. demilitar demilitarizing the police calls for no more tanks, yeah. no more SWAT gear, <laughs> no more <laughs> right, AR no more rocket launchers, no, no, like no excessive SWAT gear. Yeah, like I understand the need for riot gear, but I'm right. like. Your flak jacket is only going to protect so much. Do you really need a rocket launcher? They, right, Do you that's really need a rocket they launcher? Don't need Do I really thing. need a rocket launcher? Yes. yes I, <laughs> I like big boom. Do you want a rocket launcher? You don't need a rocket no, launcher. Hey. I do need a rocket launcher. How else will we achieve like, my life goal of making things go boom? Like, <laughs> okay, I, I so, don't, but like, it's... Yeah, no, it's yeah, one of the things that we've mentioned yes, before no, is that no, but one of the big problems of police is... It takes like 11 years to practice law and six months to enforce it, right? And one of the big things people are talking about is background checks. And if we go into demilitarizing the police and reallocating the funds, we can't let the people who want to be a cop just because they can use a gun be cops anymore. So that that's and that's another well, yeah issue. that's another issue to stand on and I do I mean I support like further education for police officers I mean there's certain countries where you have to have like a fucking bachelor's degree mm-hmm. at least to be a police officer right but that that like, is like a big thing because there's there's a, a, a psychological aspect for people who are just like yeah I just want to carry a gun around yeah well so 
I was gonna say it's, it might also be something to say that I feel like in a lot of those countries, their police officers don't readily carry guns. I'm but, imagine, like every time I hear that, I just imagine like a cartoon like Victorian British cop just Bobby. walking around with a billy club. Like, <laughs> I mean, oi, that's oi. the case that it is. Is England yeah. doesn't have access readily available access yeah. to firearms. Yeah, I was gonna say, and their citizens don't either, though. So it's a whole different subject for. <laughs> but so it kind of ties into this is like, well, everyone, no, you don't need a gun, right? right. There's a huge outbreak of stabbings yeah. in England. Yeah. Certain knives are banned. Yeah. There's a whole vice. I mean, but they're banned document. over here too. Yeah. Like yeah. you can't get like I think Maryland like you can't carry a blade bigger than like four inches on you or something like that. I, you you both would agree with me though. It takes a lot more skill with the knife and a lot less distance. Oh, uh, what is it? Professional. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Watch the professional, you will understand that sentiment perfectly. Yeah. So, I mean, people if people want to human beings are brilliant creatures, right? If we want to hurt each other, we will find all kinds of ways to do it <laughs> really quickly <laughs> since the stone age, the bow and arrow was like, man, I really want to stab that guy all the way over there. Fuck that, the rock they were like, oh, we can cut these trees down with these rocks, right? And then one time, like, he was like, yo, I'm cutting, like, all the trees, but he getting all the bitches, and I'm, I'm gonna hit him over the head with this rock while he's sleeping, yo. Was that year one? Kane <laughs> and Abel, everybody. Actually, honestly, that's it right there. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, there's, there's a hundred different facets of this. Was that, like, a pause? No, that was... Hitting, uh, okay, him with the rock. Oh, I got you. I was like, <laughs> visual oh, effects. I, gotcha. I forget that we on camera sometimes too. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, no knock warrants are is a huge issue, and again, unfortunately, it took one specific woman losing her life for people to realize what the issue is. Exactly. Um. Another one is red flag laws. Mm-hmm. Um. Now I understand again the sentiment behind it. I completely disagree with the practice. So the practice is quite literally open up to the discretion of whatever circuit judge is right. at the time. Mm-hmm. There is no other provocation other than I'm your neighbor, right? Yeah. You see me bringing guns out to my truck to go to the range, you don't like it. Hey, this guy said so-and-so, he has a gun. Next thing I know, I have cops at my door. Right. Now, in part of that, red flag laws can also be part of a no-knock warrant. Mm. This sounds like something that tied into Philando Castile. Yeah. So yeah. it's it's one of these things where it's a you have a multifaceted system that is building itself to prevent you from having a fair chance. Right. I'm telling you right now, if you put me in the same shoes as I can't remember his name, I believe his name was Brandon, Brianna Taylor's boyfriend. Yeah. If you put me in the same shoes as him, oh I'm coming down guns a blazing and I'm yeah. not just sitting there waving a gun, I'm firing. I think yeah, I was gonna say I think any uh um American-born person, gun-owning American-born person would. And I, like I said, it, it's it's that middle-of-the-road shit show where me and you, like, I agree with your, like, same thing. I agree with your sentiment. It's just, like, the, I guess, the, the bureaucratic bullshit that we differ on. Because I feel like it, I agree with you on the red flag laws, right? Because yeah. you can you can start targeting people with that unfairly, right? Yeah. And it allows for it's a system that allows for abuse. But here's where I'm like, 
okay, we could either ease up off of that and see what the consequences of that are, which we kind of already have, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so we don't do the red flag thing and then we get nut jobs like the dude down in Miami or like the dude in Charleston, like so, they walked into the church. Have and you guys ever heard of Ghost Gunner? Ghost Gunner? Yeah. No. It is a tabletop CNC machine that can turn 80% blanks into a fully receivable lower for a firearm. Oh, okay. It costs about three grand, yeah. all set up, comes with the software loaded, yeah. and 80% blank costs about anywhere between $75 and $150. Okay. Lowers with firearms are what are serialized and traced. Yeah. So you buy yeah. your AR, you buy your Glock, you buy yeah. your 1911. Yeah. The lower portion of that firearm, the part that you actually hold, the part that right. holds the trigger, yeah. is what actually is registered. Yep. Yeah. That single CNC machine can produce those. I think it's on... I'm just... Yeah, no. See, that's the kind of stuff I feel like needs to be regulated. <laughs> and I understand that. And that's kind of where my libertarian views are like, eh. I understand it. I don't agree with it. I don't think yeah. that's something that should be readily available. No. Absolutely not. And there's just certain things that, like... And that's what I feel like, okay, a government is for. And that sucks because, like, what, I'm What here. if the government would, like, see this... And not regulate it and be like, you can't do that. But then become, like, the exclusive buyer. Are you talking about of these unregistered firearms? I, or of the machines of that... Of the machine, of the, the that you person who's making them service, yeah. like... So, the, the part... The whole, the whole thing of, of making, you know, weapons, but... Okay, look, we're not here to argue, like, government. We're talking guns. But I guess it works in the fact that we're talking about regulation of guns, right? Because ultimately what I wanted to talk about was why you think America is so obsessed with guns. I mean, do you think it's just because of, like, our foundation? Because it's so much so... It's so ingrained into American culture at this point that it's a stereotype. And if you see it in so many different spheres, like... The hip hop culture with guns. We fetishize. You grew up on the Eastern right. Shore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I, I completely. The military. Cops with guns. Military with guns. Yeah. <laughs> like I understand the image that I convey when I walk in anywhere. Trust yeah. me. Like I, like I the gun can show a hero or a villain. Yeah. But no matter what, it's shown as a shown symbol power. of force that's yeah. used in American culture habitually. Yeah. It's 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 uh, a symbol of power. It is, right. and it's it's been fetishized to the point that it's part Fortnite video games period Jesus Christ we were talking about Doom earlier yeah right like that Call of Doom playing it on a vape (laughs) it's going to happen I'm telling you some guy is going to load Doom onto a vape and it's going guns in today's society it's you can't you don't think we could ever separate ourselves from the gun do you think we could ever separate ourselves from the gun argument and the gun culture long enough to have something substantive happening to like quell a Let's little bit. Let's take of it from happening. like a film perspective. When somebody is holding a gun in a scene in a movie, and it's not like a John Wick like killing everybody, what does it produce? It produces tension and suspense. Does it? When somebody is like holding a gun in a I, movie, I, what do you I think? really, I really say that it depends on the the situation. That it's what in. do you think? When you when you feel when you see guns on TV most of the time, what is what? I guess emotions 
are brought to mind? I'm completely blank slate, 99%. It's something you don't even notice most of the time until I like, mean, I notice the drawn. guns there. Right, but, but I'm saying like, like until it becomes holstered, a point of action. Yeah, yeah no. All, all depends on context around it for me. Yeah, like, I, that's what it is, though. Yeah. Is that it all depends on the context. If it's, um, oh, we were talking about him earlier. Let's bring him back into it. Will Smith, right? Men in Black, right? Yeah. yeah. The classic scene of him sitting there at the shooting range going, this dude's over here trying to get his workout in. This guy over here is blowing his nose. This little girl over here is reading particle theory and like dark uh, physics of a dark or black hole. <laughs> yep. She's up to something. <laughs> right. Right? Like that's, there's a levity compelled with it. But yeah. at the same time, yeah. that entire scene is just meant to produce chaos. It's right. meant to portray that one split second. Right. And that's, it, to your point, yes, that's what guns are for, in, in film at least, is to portray a point of power, a point of tension, and a point of action. I, I, with a lack of a better word, a point yeah. of action. But to your point is that being able to separate those two, you need to have somebody that's willing able to swallow pride. Right. <laughs> yeah, and that's like straight up, you have yeah. to have someone that's going to be able to sit there and go. I'm wrong. You know what? Or that's know, really hard to find nowadays. Exactly. And yeah. There's not a nuanced discussion to be had except for here. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate you guys. That worst, <laughs> we come to a compromise. <laughs> and, and well, that's, that's all we need. That's what government is for, right? It's for the adults in the room to come to a compromise about a discussion. Doc and Ziggy, entire... 2020. Actually, we're not even old enough you to run. Into the... Yo, I mean, I will for be sure in like... I eight years. Learn. No, three. No, you have to be 35 for president. 35? Oh, okay, five. You're going to take... Years. You're going to be the president. Now it's time to... Can't... All right, so I would like to officially throw my hat in the race for <laughs> president. Nobody wants to give me any real responsibility. I'll be a VP. What is it, 2028? Yeah. Because I can't do 2024. Are we going to run as socialists? Unless, no, we will not. We will run as independent because I cannot be put into a box, people. <laughs> so that... You want unhinged? You thought Donald was unhinged? It's like, nah, I'm not. I'm not as nearly as crazy as <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, your press briefings would be like this with all the reporters sitting on the floor. Like Billy Madison style. <laughs> yep. yep. Everybody crisscross applesauce. Like, I was thinking more like end scene of Iron Man. Yeah, yeah. Can, can we all just can we all just sit down? Yep. Like, yep. Sit yep. down for a second. Thanks, guys. Oh. So I mean, yeah, it's it's going to take a lot. It takes the right people, and the problem is, is that we fetishize it to a point. I mean, you can't. I I, I can't scroll through Facebook without seeing a hundred and one different gag reels. Yeah. Of like. And it makes fun of everything. Like, Jesus Christ, there's this uh, new streaming service called Vet TV, and we were talking about that whole thing of, like, dark humor in the early 2000s deal. Yeah. This yeah. is a whole nother step beyond that. Oh, shit. This is a streaming service that they don't advertise anything for except yeah. on, like, specific pages because they're not trying to get the general consumer. They're no. going after specifically the veteran share of things. Yeah. And... I don't know if you guys hang out with veterans that often. I have a couple good buddies that are. Yeah. You want to talk about dark humor. Yeah. No, there is a very specific part of dark humor that comes along with being a service. Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the shit that they see will lead you down some dark places. Exactly. Gallows. It's gallows humor. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Gallows humor even, like, paints it in the light. Yeah. There was um, a bunch of... When I was working at Dick's Last Resort, 
there was a bunch of um, Marines, I think, that uh, came in. And their server, you know, how they put the hats on everybody. They said, um, I couldn't graduate high school, so I joined the army to get my IED. And there were two ways that table could have reacted. Mm. Luckily, they all lost it. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> because they know what it is. Yes. Yeah. So, one of our mutual friends, I'm not sure if you still hang out with him, he got blown the fuck up. Shit. Yeah. He has skin grafts on part of his body. He yeah. can shoot a fucking quarter out of a gap in his leg. By the way, it is one of the coolest bar tricks I've ever seen. He's one of the coolest Ooh. dudes I've, I've ever met. Yeah. But, like, th- there are three people that I think of off the top of my head. No, let's make that five. I'll include two others in there because one might not get blown up, but he's seen some shit. So, one of which you and I used to live with. I mean, respect to anybody that serves, yo. It's it's. It, I can respect anybody that yeah. is willing to lay their lives down on the line to defend this country, right? Sure, there are probably some questionable people in the military who don't need to be in the military, but anybody who's willing to fight, like, for somebody else's life, I can respect. Yeah. It's like, initially, like, when you... The idea of the police that you're taught when you are a child, anybody can respect that, right? Somebody who's willing to get up every day and put on a yeah. badge to to protect so, people, the random people that live in your neighborhood, like, you can respect... That's a respectable... The tools of today's... A lot of today's agendas. But, I mean, just like I, like I said, like a... Facet, almost like a weird fascination America has, and maybe it's not weird as much as we've made it weird. Again, I think the the right term here is we fetishized it. Yeah, like with everything else that is in pop culture, we push it and push it and push it until it becomes a staple. Right. What was it on your last uh, last episode? It was uh, what was it? No homo. Yeah. Uh, problematic. <laughs> yep. Whatever yeah. it is. Right. But early two thousands kids like. Right. Jesus Christ, that's all we ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> and now it's just, like I said, it's muscle reflex at yeah. this point. It, it's, we're like, trying to get better, but... Yeah, it's exactly. Like, you can sit there, and I'm... I got no problem showing my affection towards my friends. I... Right. You can tell you. Right. I'll be the first one to give you a hug if you need it. Yep. Yeah. But, like, I'll also be the one that sit here, and I'll push that fucking border just to fuck with you. Yeah. The yep. entire goddamn time. Yeah. But you know your friends, like, and you know you wouldn't do that, I would trust that you wouldn't do that with somebody you just, like, met at, like, a bar or you're something safe. like that. You're safe. <laughs> what you're trying to get, you're safe. Yeah. For today, at least. Yeah. Like, but, but my point here is that, like, even with that context, it seems that guns in this country are... Yeah, I mean, fetishized is a good word, but I can't I guess how do we like answer for that at this point how do we answer for that we allow people to express themselves in a way that doesn't necessarily mean that they have to be violent right and what would you suggest that was rather profound I mean that's true I I absolutely agree with you have a son right you understand it is that from day one boys are viewed as violent Right. Like well, they, aggra- yeah, I mean, testosterone equals aggression. Yeah, exactly. Right? We're taught, That's the way we've branded it. Yeah, <laughs> we've been taught from God knows how long ago that the only appropriate reaction is either you're happy or you're pissed off. Right. There is no in-between. You don't get to be sad. You don't get to be depressed. You don't get to have emotions. You know, Those I, are your two ways that you can go. I found that that is a... Ironically enough, that seems to be another American thing, yeah. right? <laughs> like when you go over to other countries, it's, like sadness, I will say, it's it's getting better because yeah. I will tell you, ten years ago, I was very much not in in tune with myself and just ready to just like 
be me all the time. And part of that is is that you've raised an entire generation of people that are fed up with the bullshit. Yeah. It's those... Yeah. Because I mean, I'm, I'm not an aggressive person. Yeah. I'm not no, somebody who's going to fight. But I, I, I mean, I can vouch for that. I've had to sit there and be ready to kick somebody's ass on like seven different occasions. At least four. <laughs> so yeah, but like it's one of those things where the way that you solve gun violence in America, and we're just gonna call what it is, gun violence in America, is that you allow people to show their emotions in a non-violent manner without degrading them as a person. Right. Right. For the longest time, and I'll speak on my on my own behalf on this. My parents got divorced when I was about eight years old. Okay. From 8 to 15, mm-hmm. I had no fucking marriage. Granted, my family was, my family's great. My mother, yeah. wonderful person. My father, paint him in the best light you can to do. Okay. My stepmother and my stepfather, love him to death, would literally take a bullet for him. But me as a person, yeah. I had no bearings. I yeah. didn't know where I fit in. I didn't know anything of the sorts. Right. I lashed out. I, I was violent because I didn't know how to handle my own emotions. And now... I was reckless. Same same. I mean, yeah. I I, I was a mixture of both. And I think that's... I think that's a unique thing about our generation, right? Yeah. Because our generation finds ourselves in the melting pot, right? Like, the melting pot that they always said it was, but, like, this is really, like, the time, like, now where I said, like, MTV and stuff like that, like, blurred all the lines. Right. Yeah, like, it, we it, were taught, like, this is this is what's cool. This right. is what's fun. We pimp my ride, right? Like, you could start there. And sure, it's stereotypes now that we're all learning, like, the problematic nature of. Exactly. Right, but it helped introduce well, people everybody people should to... not underestimate the impact of early life conditioning and attachments that are made. Right, but it led to a where-do-I-stand mentality. Yeah. Because you grew up in a certain culture. But you don't, you no longer feel like you fit that culture. Exactly. Because you like certain aspects of other, and your friends are now starting to say things that you don't necessarily agree with. It happens in my delegation too, yo. Like, and, <laughs> and now we get to a point where, like I said, we, we're taught you're either happy or you're pissed. Like, America is a country of almost like obsessive like optimism right like yeah. to an unrealistic point <laughs> so no, absolutely i completely agree with that is is that we have painted ourselves into a corner quite literally of there are two distinct parties now and it's not right. democrats and republicans it's the ones that force themselves to be happy and the ones that want to make themselves happy right okay we, like okay the 90s 80s, the, the millennial generation, yeah. right? Yeah. The jackass generation. Yeah. We were kids, essentially, at one of the darkest days in American history. Yes. Right? Yes. Fourth grade. Fifth. 2001 first. So, but we all remember where everything. we were. Everything. I remember everything. Everything until day. about yeah. like 3.30 in the afternoon. Yeah, then it exactly. all goes black. Yeah. No, I guess I had to have been in sixth grade. Damn, yo, that's crazy. Son, yeah, it... You're but, right, though. But as part of that is that we have strived for two things. We have strived for the feeling that we had on September 10th, 2001. Yeah, I can see that. And the same feeling that we had on September 12th, 2001. That togetherness. Like, it was... America was at a weird... You're absolutely right, because America was at a weird place in that time where we had just came off of, like, the high of, like, the 80s, which was just, like, hyper-capitalism. Mr. Gorbachev! 
Right. And America was still riding like that high from like World War Two, and yeah. Reagan was rolling that second wave right back in, right? Like and Vietnam Clinton's just kind of like bridging the gap. Yeah, and Clinton bridged the like. Then things kind of like teetered down because like debt hit, like all the massive spending that we did in the '80s started to accumulate, and then Clinton came around and was like, "Okay, well things don't look good. People are losing their jobs and stuff like that." Yeah, like. So he cleaned that shit up, and we were all kind of numb at that point, right? Like, but it was like a happy numbness, like Nirvana kind of like shit, where it's like, okay, we made it through that. Like, let's just coast. Like the on. spiritual place, and not yeah. the Seattle thing. Let's coast on the vibe. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, Nirvana vibes from the band, real different. We were, I mean, yeah, but it was like a numb. It was like a nihilistic kind of numb, where it was like in joy life while it is because it's fucked up and you'll get little joy from it but you'll only have it for a little bit so I guess you might as well enjoy what you can exactly. from it right so, but like that's that's and where then fucking we were. 9-11 happened <laughs> and it was like then that nihilism why can't I bring my shampoo <sighs> that nihilism took a real turn for the worst but but seriously everyone remembers September 11th and September 12th yeah those two days in specific it was the darkest day. We all remember where... I I'm, I actually don't remember September 12th at all. I do because it was, my dad went back to work and I had to go to my daycare. Mm-hmm. And that was the day that everyone in my daycare, there were only like eight of us, gave each other a hug. And it wasn't like, hey, all right, we're going to give each other a hug. It was like, hey, I'm glad this is your family. All right. And I was fucking six. Yeah. I was six goddamn years old and it was, hey, are you okay? Yeah. Is everyone in your family all right? Yeah. And it was one of those things that... I don't remember myself saying a word in my recollection of September 11th. I I don't remember speaking. In my recollection, I never recall any verbal exchange I have. Like, I don't say anything. I remember going to school, my dad coming to pick me up for unknown reasons at that point in time. He had to pick up my brother as well. And my brother went to a school in a a different school on the other side of town type deal. And everybody getting dismissed all over the announcements. Yep. That's my something dad, I'll never forget. Yeah. My dad picked me up. We came home. My dad's trying to figure out what's going on because, again, at that point in time, no one came on. My dad's like, all right, you and your brother go sit down in the living room, turn on the TV, watch cartoons, do whatever the hell you want to do. Yep. And my brother turns on the TV, and then it immediately flips to it, and my brother goes, and I will never forget this, is why is everyone running? Mm-hmm. That specific phrase. And that yeah. brought my dad into the room. And my dad, who I've seen at that point cry like three times in my life, yeah. started crying. And my dad never cried. He is part of that that generation where you either got mad yeah. or you, yeah. you, you were yeah, happy. Yeah, but you don't cry, especially not men. Yeah, yeah. men don't do that shit. Yeah, and no. he's, granted, he's a completely different person now than what he was. He's yeah. a fantastic father, grandfather. Yeah. I have a younger sister. Still, I mean, like, everybody, is trying to, everybody is trying to grow from where we were I, yeah. I feel like now especially and that's why we are here in this I guess this tumultuous time right now is because we're coming to a point where we're starting to face a lot of the things that we've been turned away from yeah like we're looking at ourselves and we're allowing ourselves to be sad we're allowing recognition of some of the things that in our past uh, as a his like as a culture and like as a country yeah that we've just kind of ignored. And you We're have recognizing our unhealthy tendencies. Exactly. And you have you still have people in this country who are 
trying really hard to pretend like there's nothing wrong <laughs> with this country. Oh, absolutely. And it doesn't need to change for anything, and we all just need to, you know, toe the line and keep pushing forward, and eventually it'll trickle down and reach us when it reaches us. Exactly. But it, our generation specifically is pushing the idea of, I don't have to wait to be happy. No. And yeah, that's, you're right. that's a massive, massive movement, and I think it's the right movement on yeah. multiple things. But again, if we're bringing this back to guns, that's what gun yeah. violence is. Yeah. And if you look at 99% of the demographics, we all know what they fit. Yeah. We all know their their demographics, and et cetera, et cetera. It's one of those things where teenage boy shoots up school, right? Yeah. You don't have to read the article. No. You know <laughs> yeah. what, what he is. Right. I always look. Are they taken into custody? <laughs> Well, I mean, you know, it's like the only time that they ever really thought to even ban, like, assault rifles and stuff is when the fucking Black Panthers marched That on. was something I actually wrote. Yeah. So, everybody's like, AR-15! Where would you draw the line? To just be like, dude, you probably shouldn't have that in your closet. Okay, so here's, it's a, a question I had for y'all, actually. Um, people promote this as banning assault rifles. Yeah. What is an assault rifle? No, so there okay. is no actual definition for assault rifle. Am I correct? Yep. Right. Yeah. No. It varies from state to state. Yeah, Honestly, state when I think about it, I think of the battle rifle from Halo Two. Okay, that, I mean that's fair, but there is no yeah, set no. definition of an assault rifle. It is varies from state to state, and that is part of the issue is that no one can agree on what a definition of a gun should be. I don't. I think... can make a shotgun meet an assault rifle standard in Maryland. See, here's where I differ with you once again, though. That's fine. <laughs> no, no, and I think you you might agree with where I'm going. I don't think that it's no one can agree on it, right? I think what the issue actually is, they come up with a vague term like that, right? So they can essentially make the argument dead in the water. You cannot legally argue what should be banned under an assault weapons ban until you define what an assault weapon is and I feel like do at you that know point, how long now we are now we're no longer having an argument on what guns we should get rid of we are arguing what a gun we should get rid of is like now, it's a the whole other thing is argument. when we're talking about and, assault rifle what do you mean by the word assault that's what I'm saying. Now we're arguing that assault, what assault is that's, an that's, aggressive that's, turn. It is it, it is an, a, a pro it is a proactive could be word. an assault weapon. Yeah. Right. So you don't assault on the defense. So that that's my that's what having malicious actors in government positions does. Oh, absolutely. Right. Like so now so now the flip argument side is, of the same coin though yeah. is is that that broad term allows for people to manipulate the wording of a law in exactly. exactly so and it's i'm telling you right now it's looking not at your... tucker carlson tucker carlson in court right now tucker carlson you almost said tucker tarlson <laughs> um, but and it's never in our favor it's right. always to the benefactor of the state yeah it, it is what it is yeah the donor class we'll we'll just call it or uh, what the, the bourgeoisie are we gonna go there <laughs> the bourgeoisie <laughs> yeah so yeah. Yeah. something 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 stormed the bastille down that right now? No. I mean, we talked hey, about Ted. revolution. How you doing, I mean, Ted? That's the founding. Like, it's, it might as well have been, like, in the United States of Revolution. It should be what the fuck our name is. Like, I mean, you're not wrong. But, like, 
it starts with banning certain guns because they look scary. Mm -hmm. And to your sta statement of what should be banned, I'm extremely flexible on that because there is no set terminology. Right. I, I don't want to put myself in a corner. Yeah. And it's not a corner of like, well, you said this. It's I don't want to put myself in a corner of like... I want to own more guns, right? Well, if you say say you don't want to own X, Y, Z, then why do you have this, right? I, that's I, I hate. But that. and that's where. But I get to. You don't need a belt feeding minigun. I mean, do you, you need it? Not. Do you need it? You want it, it, but do you need it? Do you really need a belt feeding minigun? No. Okay. So look, here's where like the Ameri Here's my devil's advocate, right? Yeah. Here's the American in me. Fuck it, let him own it, right? You can own it, but now here's where we're gonna regulate it. You have to come in, you gotta get that bitch checked like every four months. And if you want it that bad, you gonna come get it in and get it checked every four months. You gonna, you gonna have to do training A, B, and C for like, you know, I mean, I might ask you what you're currently using it for and shit like that. And you just say, I'm an enthusiast, I have a range. Of I don't imagine somebody thing. just driving around, you know, like, I'm gonna take my tripod mounted minigun to the range. Yeah. <laughs> So with with that statement though is that like there are already those things in place. Yeah. No one realizes it, but there are. There are no. tax stamps for yeah. short barrel and suppressed rifles. Yeah. There are different classes. I think it's like a class at A license that allows you to own pretty much a tank at any explosive ordnance. Yeah. A class B allows you to own fully automatics within a certain like range of rounds per minute. Class C license allows you to own Again, yeah. full automatics within a certain range, suppressed. Yeah, but they else. need to be more tightly monitored. That's that's what the problem is. Like I so, said, there's a this lot is of people who get access to those things. Background that shouldn't checks. have access. To Background checks. Do you think me personally should be able to me as a like you know my personality? Or you think I should be able to go and buy a gun no problem? That's a catch twenty two. Because the politician in me goes, yes, you should be able to buy a gun. The friend in me says that as long as you're, like, monitored and regulated. And that's something but that... But how do you monitor and regulate him with a gun? Not be living alone, for starters. Well, right. that that goes back to the statement of, is that as a gun owner, it's your responsibility to maintain right. the gun and yourself. Do you right. think the person selling me the gun should be aware of my medical history? Like, well, at least, like... Not yes. my medical history, but like your mental uh, yes. history. Yeah, I mean that is a blurred line about I like mean, your you medical. Sell a car to a blind man, you know what I mean? Like I was a car salesman. So... Would you sell a car to a blind man? <laughs> technically, have actually. Okay, technically, but under the right circumstances. He was never a blind man. He was legally blind. Okay, but you could drive though, right? With no? No. First time I sang this pod. America. No, so so what it was is that he and his wife. So, what, <laughs> so what happened was So what happened was um He and his wife came in. Mm hmm He wanted a new car. Yeah. He was tired of the old one, yada yada yada. He was shopping for the car specifically. Right? Legally I can't sell him a car. His right. wife was there to co sign for him. Oh. So wow. that is what it was. Yeah. Is that the car was in his name. He had a. Uh, so should people? I can't think of the word. So should people under Dan's condition then? 
Ziggs. I'm crazy, everybody. Under Ziggs, right. Under, full we make full it, disclosure, ADHD, depression, anxiety. We make it sound like he is super bananas. No, but I'm saying should like people who are, who may be deemed mentally unstable. I have mine medicated and controlled. I want to I'm going to guns. therapy. That stuff's important. Is your dog most lost right now? No, he's scratching his head. I, need to I was like, that definitely it. sounds like you're talking about. <laughs> um, however, no, personally, should... I would still be like, gun scare the shit out of me. So, should he have a cosign? Like, if you want to get a gun, but you are deemed mentally unfit to own a gun on I, your not own unfit, accord, questionable. Questionable. That's currently illegal in every state in the United You but, fill out, when yeah. you fill out a background check, one of the questions is are you buying this gun for yourself or another? Yeah. And if the purveyor of the firearm yeah. has belief that you're buying a firearm on another person's behalf. Yeah, you, you cannot can't. buy that right. firearm. Right. No, but what I'm saying is, is if he wants to buy the gun if like and they did do background in, checks yeah, and he still wants to buy the gun, mm-hmm. but he has somebody who is willing to It'd take be like legal co-signing responsibility alone. for it. It would be like co-signing alone. If he shoots up a school That's one of those hard questions to answer because it's it's very pointed. Yeah, but at the same time, I mean, part of he, me wants maybe to say, not shoots up a school, but like even shoots himself. at a certain point if things cross on a background check. What like if the, you guys have ever watched Red Dawn, where they go to like the gun store, the original yeah. Red Dawn, and they pull up the list and like, we need to go get this guy, this guy, and this guy because they have guns. <laughs> like I know I am legally in the state of Maryland. Yes. <laughs> it, no, right, correct. In the state of Maryland correct. because they yeah. have a HQL that has like I think it's like eighteen hours of class time. And then you have to get fingerprinted and all this other jazz with it. Yeah. Which, but Maryland has been found unconstitutional in gun laws dozens of times. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're basing everything off of Maryland's laws, then it, it wait five years. Well, I mean, as I said earlier, and I've said several times throughout this, I think a lot of, I think the Constitution stands to be, like, refurbished a bit. I mean, there's, we have a shit ton refurbished of Refurbished is a great word. <laughs> a shit ton of amendments. That I'm sure could be condensed down into a few things, and then I'm, there's some things that there's some worded some verbiage in there that needs to be changed around because diction matters. That can be taken advantage of later on down the line. So oh, or now. Well, again, while I understand, I understand it. I think that if we strip it down to the base constitution and take it for what it's at, and redu- like take out any racial implications, monetary implications, things of that nature, that is where we need to start. Again. Yeah, I mean that I I agree. We could definitely we have a base to start from, or we have a model to start from, right? Yeah. Like, but there are things in the Constitution that I feel like, like I said, can be condensed or consolidated in some way, shape, or form. Things that we completely just need to get rid of, like you said, a lot of the racial earlier racial draw ups that because that was a big thing, like that. Yeah. So, but no. Yeah, you're but right. it's is illegal it? for you to shout bomb in an airport for a reason, right? So freedom of speech is protected, but to an extent. You know what I mean? But like that—that's also security theater. Though. Yeah. You know, you, you guys realize how many actual attacks that the TSA has stopped? No, but that's true. But I'm, what I'm saying is, even if no, right, I don't. No, they—they—they're the terrible at their fucking job. They will. They, they like failed. Like they did like a random audit test or whatever, and they failed like a good seventy-four to like eighty-something percent of the check-ins that they were supposed to do. You know the most common com- confiscate- confiscation from TSA? Vapes. Specifically ones that look like hand grenades. <laughs> That's an actual thing. Yeah. yeah. Not even joking. I believe it. Second most common one, alcohol. I was gonna say weed. 
No. Most people smoke. Is that top five? No, you can buy it legally now. Why are you going to carry it? No, that's fair. That's true. But, wherein I agree about, like, you know, security theater or whatever, I think it is for a reason. You know, you... Human beings are fickle creatures, yo. If you shout bomb, people are going to run. Everybody's going to panic, right? Somebody's going to get trampled. Somebody's going to get hurt. That's why it's illegal to shout bomb in, <laughs> in a I, theater. And I completely understand that, but at like, what point do you... Do you well, based off of the bomb, do explosives count as the bare arms? Mm. I mean, technically that's not an arm. No, I don't think it's required to defend yourself. I mean... It's I, just I, how far do they want to legally stretch I, that term? To be perfectly I don't honest, think arms stretches into artillery. Yeah, artillery is you mail someone hate from one as well. This is one of those things where I agree with, like you said earlier, I agree with what's currently in place, but I believe it can be slimmed down. Yeah. Like, the licenses to own certain pieces of militant equipment. Yeah, sure. Yeah. To your point, do I need a rocket launcher? Probably not. Do I want one? Yes, I do. <laughs> right. Are you going to make me pay to get one and make sure that I'm not going to sit there and be like, ha, 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 pew, 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 in my front yard? Yeah. You should probably do that. Just to make sure, because you don't want me to go pew, pew, pew in my front yard. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, what I was getting at is what point are we going to say enough is enough when we change, mm-hmm. or when we trade our freedom for security? Right. And that's a that's, that's a fair argument to be, yeah. And that's what I said. It's all about it's balance, yo. It's and the right balancing now, act of government. It's and that's why I feel like what we need is a government, but maybe one that is a little bit less privatized and corrupted. Like because what do you mean, man? Point, we'll just take the Chaz model and we'll go with that. At this point, our government is it is privatized. I mean, Citizens United effectively made our government privatized. You can buy a politician now if you've got enough money. Yeah. You know. I mean, what is it? Um, True Secrets or OpenSecrets.com, where you can yeah. where you can see who donates to your politicians. Right. You'd right. be amazed at who NRA donates to. Oh yeah, we and I mean you'd be amazed who donates to the NRA. I mean, dude, oh exactly that fucking Russian whole. I mean, I like how that one, like Fox News, let that shit completely slide under yeah. the radar. Like, so what is it? Um, their top like three benefactors in the last couple of years being Sharpies Russian lost oligarchs. Forever. Checking notes. All right, yep. So it was actually a case in New Jersey specifically. They have ammo bans in New Jersey. Okay, you can only own certain types of ammunition. Right, specifically. You can, can't can own hollow point ammunition. Mm. You can own full metal jacket. Now, for those that don't understand the difference, is ballistics. Full metal jacket punches holes. Yeah. It is anti-personnel. It is okay. what soldiers use to yeah. stop militants. Yeah. Hollow points is a self-defense round. It is actually meant for stopping somebody, not necessarily yeah. killing somebody. Okay. It is also meant for close range, close quarter combat. So full where, metal jacket means it's just straight metal. It's a lead core it's a with closed. a full... Yeah. With it, essentially, it's like your magic card. The card itself is lead. The uh, metal around it is the sleeve. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So, And a hollow point is essentially what it says. Like, the tip at the top is hollow because what it does is it, it goes when through... When it enters the body, it yeah, expands. Shatters. Exactly. It, it doesn't yeah. even shatter. It expands. expands. Oh. The reason yeah. it does that is to stop itself and prevent collateral damage. Uh, it's, yeah, it's to stop it from going through somebody and then through another person and then through maybe like a car or some shit. Also, exactly. potentially, just to not be lethal. Yeah. Potentially, Potentially. Yes. I mean, the, first exit, off, if you the ever... exit wound on a hollow point is... Oh, they're nasty. But the, the point of any person in... Uh, I'm going to 
hate myself later for saying this. The point of any person in a point of power is to mitigate losses of their employer. I'm telling you right now, it's a lot cheaper to pay out for a funeral than it is for a lifelong event. Yeah. I mean, it's also a lot. Damn, truth bomb right there. <laughs> I mean, it's the yeah. I mean, it's exactly the truth, right? Because it, it's a lot more money in keeping treating people's symptoms than it is curing diseases. Exactly. You know what I mean? Why do you think pharmaceuticals buy out so many different cure processes that aren't even proven to be? Right. The same reason that the gas companies buy out fuel alternatives, like the car that runs on McDonald's grease. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we could talk about how, like, the petrol industry, like, suppressed the electric cars for, like, (laughs) Um, almost a millennia. (laughs) So, backing up a little bit. So, you have hollow point ammunition that is banned in New Jersey, right? Full Metal Jacket is permitted. Which to me makes no sense. You right. should have it the other way you. around. I got you. Right? I, based off of what the the actual function of, of the round is. Exactly. Yeah. Granted, I think banning ammunition as a whole, kind of a stupid point. Right. But you have the case. Yeah, of, we've all played Halo. Pistol whips still kill people. Jesus Christ. Um, you have the case of Roosevelt Twine. I think that's how you say his last name. T-W-Y-N-E. Feel free to Google me. You can look all this up. Okay. He was arrested, right? It's up my house. Exactly. So he was arrested. He was a Brinks guard. Okay. Right? He was registered. He had permission to carry the firearm on and off of duty. Mm-hmm. And he had ammunition that was provided to him by his employer. Hollow point ammunition. Yeah. He was pulled over. He was arrested for having hollow point Mm -hmm. ammunition that was provided by his employer. Because it conflicted with the laws of the state. And who was his employer again? Brinks. See, now who... This is... And we could get into the, the schematics of who... Or semantics of who is at fault there. Do we fault the state or do we fault the employer? Because I think that's... Once again, that's the... That's a good point. Yeah, and, and yeah, that's the argument between liberalism and socialism, though, yeah. right? Is like, do we fault the state or do we fault like the the business class, the bourgeoisie, or so? I honestly, both are at fault. In this yeah. Case. Uh, yeah, because You're first right. off, the police officer who I guarantee you, if you all talk to a police officer that doesn't know something about guns, right, he's probably not the guy that's patrolling. Right. He might be the guy that changes the coffee. So that being said, the officer that pulled him over and goes, this is hollow point ammunition, this is illegal. He has a registered carry. He has a employer ID. The box yeah. of ammunition that they had on him had a fucking barcode from Brinks that he had to check out. Yeah. No, that's ridiculous. And that's where... Did that go to court and how did it end up? Yeah, he was arrested, he was tried, the charges were eventually dropped because of the... But the problem is, is now the state gets more money, right? Because they just went through this whole fucking court process that I'm sure cost this dude a bunch of fucking money. He lost his job. And he lost his fucking job. He lost his job because now he can't serve because he was tried, not convicted, but tried for a crime that involved a firearm in the state. And and that's where I can agree that there's a lot of bureaucratic oversight that needs to yeah. <laughs> be looked at, and it really all famous. comes back to the island. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what like that's my. Point he came up with like a full macro overarching pod arc 
I mean, this is a jam it. This is what y'all came here for. Like, I hope y'all enjoyed it so far. Like, yeah, but, I mean, because it all comes back to the simple idea is that Pepe Sylvia, man. It, mm, the the idea is, is that we should all be free to live our lives the way that we want. Right. Right. And I understand that there are going to be certain laws put in place to prevent atrocities, and we'll call what it is atrocities from happening. Right. And any person can understand that there is a general want for the greater good. Right. Right. I mean, we the golden rule. Treat something, each other something, how you something. Matter of perspective, right. but exactly. Yeah. Right. So, but like, I, I got like if I was. Like, if I could just sit in, like, third person, like, narrating this shit, yeah. I'd be like, to the cop, like, dude, what the fuck? Right. Like, like right. You, you, you see this guy. He's in uniform. He got pulled over yeah. after all of this. He wasn't transporting the firearm incorrectly. No. He didn't have it loaded. He didn't have any of these other things. It was just simply the fact that he had ammunition that he wasn't allowed to carry. Yeah. Like According to the state, even though given by his employer. Correct. Yeah. And you know what it is, is that Brinks buys all their ammunition in bulk. They pay pennies on the round, yeah. and they're just going to s- distribute it accordingly. They yeah. don't give two shits of what the law is. No, yeah. no they really don't. And, that's and they're just they for everybody. There's the a big black and red trucks that pick up money from, like, 7-Eleven and shit like that, right? right? Black and red. Blue and white. Yeah, was Blue and white? Yeah. Black and red. There's a black and red company that does the same thing, too. It's like DuPont or something. Oh, maybe. Yeah. No, but I agree, yo. And it's in situations like that where I think government overreach does become a problem. Or, you know, or careless recklessness on on the uh, part of the company that the dude worked for. Oh, absolutely. But, and I agree with you that I don't think the culture around gun... I don't... The culture around guns in America does need to change, but I don't think that guns are the problem. I think it is the culture around guns in America. We have, like you said, fetishized them to a point now where it's it's a toy. It's not a tool anymore. Yeah. And of course, you can have fun with a fucking power drill. <laughs> I mean, there's a song that I love. It's with uh, Pac and Bone Thugs, where they literally use a gun cocking and shooting in the beat. I mean... But um, what is it? Uh, airplanes? Yeah, that's another one. Yeah. But that that entire thing, it's, and I've said this time and time again, and it, it depends on which side you stand on. The Mac yeah. Blast and One Dance by Drake. I mean, I get Jesus it. Christ, Tech Nine. Yeah. We're just not going to talk about Tech Nine. Right. Um, but like, it's which side you stand on this. We can all agree that there is a mental health issue in America. Yeah. That is where it starts. And right now, we are in a point in time where those that have the mental health issues and are willing to acknowledge them are actually seeking help. Right. Right. And that is true. Please. And that is true. Hold on. Let, let, give me a second. Anybody who's struggling with mental health, I know it's really hard to admit it. I know it seems like you can be, feel really alone, but trust me, you're not. Posting a cryptic Facebook status is not going to solve the problem. You'll have people be like, hey, what's up? People care. Message your friends. Tell them you need to talk. If you don't, message this podcast, and I will talk to you. We will talk to you. 1-800-273-8255. I love that Logic song. National Suicide Hotline. There you go. I would rather listen to you alive than attend your funeral. That's the truth. Boom! 
That's a. I feel like that's a, that part is an undiscussed part of this too. You know, a lot of the gun deaths in this country, most of them, the majority of them, come from suicide and accidents. Seventy-two percent. Yep. Or suicide or accidents. Discharge, accidental yep. discharge or suicides. Yep. And that just goes. In, that's why I said I think what needs to happen here is is once again it's a clear rebranding. Right. Yep. Guns need to be taken a bit more seriously than what they are. We did fetishize them a bit, especially with like the. 70s movie culture and stuff like Dirty Harry and all that, you know, I, spaghetti honestly, westerns and all that. Take you can completely. Scrap I mean, gangster movie movies, like, yeah, gangster movies, yeah. But like, you can completely scrap all that. Look at video games. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, no. That, I mean, like that one. Yeah. That I mean, one's it's a big, pretty yeah. clear. Yeah. Like it's. I think it's gotten to the point where guns are present in probably more, if not close to, potentially more than half of video games that are primarily released now and i mean but once again we could take that argument and discuss the role that a lot of these video games play because or a lot of the guns play in these video games whether they are being held by the bad guys or whether you are the person with the gun chances are it's both yeah and i mean yeah call of duty is a perfect exactly yeah but that's you know that to me is another example of i guess conditioning towards like extreme militarization and like you know, I I can genuinely agree with that. You know, there's and you can't see a single human aspect of a person in Call of Duty. There are a lot of I feel like there are. Probably, That's the other thing. Like everybody's completely covered. Yeah. It's dehumanizing. Like, we'll see. So that is one thing that I do give credit to the new Modern Warfare and actually the older games as well. Yeah. Is that they did put they did and do put faces to this. Yeah. Like what you see happening, it might not be like their head blows apart, but the yeah. splash of blood that is with that. Yeah. Is it's, tied to a face. Yeah. It's, it's like, not just like Milsim anymore where it's like I got a whole it's not Master right. Chief. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. There is a face, there is a body, there is a they make fucking yeah, specific it's not just noises the NPC. To it. Yeah. yeah. It's like how Battlefield One or whatever it was did that shit where every time your character died you saw like their like obituary or whatever it was and then you came back as a whole the story entire, mode the story yeah. mode, yeah. 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 That was Or to person. even go back, Fire Emblem. When your character dies, they fucking die. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't think that it's wrong for us to have guns in video games because they are the tools that our characters use to achieve their goal. I do but, think it's wrong that there's a casual mode in Fire Emblem, but that's for another time. <laughs> Haven't you gone in this like three times already? You're right. I, I I am very it's upset his, about it. It's his hill to die. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, but, but, so I, I'm not saying that you get rid of guns in culture yeah. because that point, no, right. you're going to stigmatize them to be that thing and then you like mar- like marijuana. That's the easiest thing I can compare right. it to. We all had dare. We all had the yeah. drug lion dude yeah. that was like, "Don't do drugs, kids." And then we all went out and like, "Well, shit, now I know what it all looks like." Right. And I'm like, "Yo, I've, you know, we never killed anybody. Like they didn't. I mean, yeah, I, guns kill people, but <laughs> I brought this point up. The only thing dare did for me, yeah. was teach me what the fuck to shop for. That's true. And, and, you know, uh, the current climate around guns has just shown me that if I want to off a lot of people really quick, not saying I do, Ted, but (laughs) I can go get me a bump stock and an AR-15 in like 15 days. But it's not fair to gun culture, though, right? Because it is a tool that has progressively been used to help uh, liberate a lot of people. It is a tool used to help liberate this country and the I think there's the something that people I mean, are I just thought of this as a gun owner I mean what would the Haitian revolution have been you are now representing a demographic 
as a gun owner. And that carries an entirely different weight of responsibility in itself. Right. Yeah. Again, yeah, it goes back to that responsibility thing. There you go. And the part that we haven't even discussed yet, and I'm actually kind of happy that it hasn't been brought up, is, is that we're only looking at this as what the responsible gun owners do. Not how to regulate the responsible gun owners. Not what right. they should have no. and not have. No. It's what they should do. What we haven't talked about the fact is that I think it's some ridiculous statistic, like 30 to 35% of the firearms that are confiscated off the street in non-registered violent crimes are just that. They're non-registered weapons. They mm. weren't bought through a dealer. No. They were either stolen, yeah. they were brought in from outside of the U.S., right. serial numbers scratched off, whatever the case is. Or they were manufactured at home, like you were saying. I mean, you got a lot of dudes who probably have a barn there, that they can throw a machine in. There's entire subreddits on how to do this. Yeah, exactly. There's a whole Vice article, and again... I, I mean, in fairness, there's a subreddit for everything. That, that is true. Yeah. But, like, I'm talking about guys that are uploading plans yeah, for a right. 3D printer on right. how to print this thing out. Yeah. No, it's true. It exists. I mean, that's why I tell... Look, we... <laughs> there's some wild shit on the internet that you would never even think of. And it's like, that's why, especially in a day and... Like I said now, in a day and age like today, the gun control argument is a little... On its face, it's kind of like pointless, right? Because you can legally regulate these things as tightly as you want. And you still have dudes who will make them in their barn. Yeah. <laughs> and sell them to people and on the black certain, market. Yeah, there's certain facets that it's quite literally how it's marketed. Yeah. It, it, it quite literally comes down to how it's marketed. I'm not going to tell you where, but I know places that you can buy a suppressor that's a, a technically marketed as an oil filter or a fuel filter for your car. There you go. <laughs> See? Like it, that is American ingenuity, everybody. It's all about branding. That's why I said I love this country, man. It is, it is insane <laughs> but, what this country can get done when... <laughs> When you make it illegal. <laughs> so, did you have any closing words you wanted to add <laughs> to your argument here? Not For, really an argument, I guess. Statements. <laughs> um, if you know someone that owns a gun, ask them about it. Yeah. Like Educate yourself. Yeah, exactly. Educate That's kind yourself. of the theme here, if you haven't realized that. Yeah. Um... If you go shooting with somebody, first round's usually free. Next time, toss them some money. Um, <laughs> yeah, okay. Ammo is expensive as a mofo. Sounds like a twenty-first. Sounds like a twenty-first birthday type thing. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, that I've heard. I want to um, go soon. But yeah, that, if there's no reason to be scared of a gun, you just have to understand the four basic rules of firearms. Okay. Um, you want to share those with our audience? Yeah, sure. Treat every gun like it's loaded. Right. Okay. Point every... <laughs> seems seems, seems like a good obvious. step one. Right. Yeah. Seems fairly um, obvious. Point every gun down range in a safe manner. Okay. Understand that anything on the other side of the gun has the potential to die. Very accurate. <laughs> That's true. And lastly, treat every firearm like it's loaded. <laughs> there you go. It's the first and fourth rule, people. Dodge, Short, duck, and dip, dive, dodge. dodge. No, there, there is actually like four golden rules of firearms. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, those are my four. Like, yeah, it's, right, it varies right. a little bit, but seriously, it... But, I mean, those sound like a good, a great place to start. If yeah. you're dealing with a gun, if you're around somebody that has a gun, any anything that has... Generally, my rule, don't act like a shitbird. <laughs> it's 
pretty much just the general rule. Like, yeah. Just do that at all times. It'd be alright. Yeah. But no, there's no reason to be scared of firearms. If you're that scared of them, then honestly, you shouldn't probably have one. Right. Or be around. <laughs> yeah. To the, to the flip side, if you're curious about them, you want to fire a gun, you want to do something of the sorts, there are people out there that are willing to teach you, that are willing to right. show you, that are willing to educate you. Get educated. Man. It's the easiest thing to do. It really is. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll speak for myself. There have been multitude of people that have been like, not to me specifically, but to my family in general, that have been like, hey, you know, can you take me out shooting? First thing my stepfather does is he takes an AR, yep. flips it upside down, puts it on his groin, and unloads the clip. Because mm. everyone's scared of recoil. Yeah. Understand that what I'm about to hand you, I understand, will right. not hurt you. Yep. I'm not going to hand you my 30-30 lever action, Dan, and go shoot it while standing up. Without any other instruction. Yeah, no, right. like, remember, like, no, the other reason, one of the other reasons I'm, like, scared of guns is you know I have bad hearing, and that's from gunshots. Uh, I doubt that's just from gunshots. I've heard you listen to music. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, five last questions. Favorite rom-com? Good luck, Chuck. All right, last meal? Grandmother's Chicken and Dumplings. Cool, go-to sad song? Hurt by Johnny Cash. All right. Favorite core meme? Uh, surprise Pikachu. And your favorite magic card? <laughs> uh, Dictator of the Twin Gods. Ooh. Okay. I want to see that. Move later, because I have no idea what that is. It's a red card. Any damage dealt deals double. X2! There you go. Okay. Nothing in enchantment. Yeah. I love all the dictate cards. Oh, yeah. I gotcha. Trust me. You know me. I'm the magic encyclopedia. <laughs> no, uh, you lost me with X2 for a second. I was like, I got you. Never mind. Nah. Well, shit, Banky. It's been great having you on, man. Yeah, I hope you guys sure. learned something today. You know, I hope we help. Practice safe gun ownership. Right. I hope we help bridge the gap on a couple of people's minds. You know, maybe we turn some people on to going and getting a couple of gun classes because now is a better time than ever to go get yourselves educated. Or <laughs> at least somebody in my position who can understand that their personal interactions with them doesn't have to dictate how everyone else interacts exactly with them. you know you don't always have to follow a crowd sometimes it's good to think for yourself again i said at the beginning of the show is my beliefs don't dictate your freedoms but we are here to give you his beliefs so you can form your own opinion exactly. and you know what you just have to remember that None of this is flooding. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Wait, why can't we talk about <laughs> it last time? It is time to talk about.